Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Weekend, what a weekend, and it's good to be back with you on this Monday on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Whole gang's here. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky, thank you for being with us. We're glad to have you along for the ride, wherever you're listening or however you're listening. And surely you know by now that we want you to be a part of the conversation. The best way for you to do that is on the Seaspire text line, 601-879-4395. Let Seaspire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at cspirebusiness.com. College football almost never disappoints, and this was a weekend where, once again, some of the results may have disappointed But college football, in the aggregate, did not disappoint. We had surprises. We had games that were far closer than we thought they were going to be. We had blowouts from teams that we thought had absolutely no chance to win. And a whole lot more. Hey, guys. Happy Monday. What's up? Yeah, and the Saints were off this weekend. That was nice, too, so I got to enjoy my Sunday. It was a great weekend. Can, can, we can't roll the tape back to Friday, can we? Or was it Thursday? Going to beat those hapless Matt Ryan-led Falcons? Here's the thing! That was not anything. said on this show. Don't remember anything no. like that. No, couldn't have been. It wasn't. The thing is they, they came all the way back! <sighs> and then gave up the field. Yeah, I mean, that's a rookie yeah. corner biting and whatever. Uh, if they catch the... Four letter word with ing at the end. Football early in the game, then it's not close. <laughs> I mean, I know that you you're down to a bunch of guys that probably shouldn't be playing in the NFL anymore. But if you are wearing an NFL uniform and the ball is thrown to you and it hits your hands, you have one job: catch it. That's it. And nobody could do it early, and so the Falcons built a lead, and the comeback fell up short. But, man. I mean, Sean Payton used the word, our playmakers got to catch the ball today. And I said, Sean, that's your first problem. They are not playmakers. You can't call them that, because they don't do it. You've got Alvin Kamara and a bunch of bums right now. But... I mean, that's a hypothetical. If they would have played yesterday, that's what would have happened. But they didn't, so it's fine. If if they had actually 
played right. yesterday. And, and they didn't. So, again, nice Sunday. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you guys. Uh, wow, what a weekend, right? We, we got things started with the early kickoff in Oxford with Ole Miss and Liberty, and Ole Miss dominated the first half, had a 24 to nothing lead, and then was able to do basically nothing in the second half other than put a field goal on the board. But they still won. They got past the Liberty game. They improved to 7-2 and two on the year, and the whole Hugh Freeze thing can now be in the rearview mirror. Texas A&M and Auburn played a defensive slugfest. We saw a real-time live shoulder separation when a quarterback decided not to run and then got up and didn't even realize that his shoulder was separated until he tried to move it and realized, as Jamie Erdahl said on the CBS broadcast, he has no control of his left arm. It was dangling. And then saw him swat at a trainer who tried to reset it on the field. Can't really say that I blame him there. And then came back into the game. That was the Zach Calzada story on Saturday as Texas A&M beat Auburn. Alabama did not expect that on Saturday night. Was not particularly interested in that game until the very end. It looked like LSU might actually pull it off, and then they didn't. Tennessee and Kentucky played an epic. South Carolina delivered a beatdown. An absolute beatdown at Williams-Brice Stadium, leading to what we thought perhaps we would never actually see, which is Mullen parting ways with longtime assistant coaches on his staff during the season. And Arkansas-Mississippi State, middle of the afternoon in Fayetteville. The Razorbacks went at 31-28. Had a long game-winning drive. Mississippi State almost answered with its own game-winning drive, as Will Rogers was absolutely flawless in a 21-second, I guess a 19-second segment of football game to put his team in position to win it with a field goal at the end, and Mississippi State missed its third field goal of the day. What? That would have tied it a week. Yeah, that's right. That would have forced overtime. My apologies. Another week on his progression, by the way. I mean, he... In a game like that, you can point at little mistakes. Like they, they were driving the football really early, made a bad mistake, but in the four minute, and then in the two minute, which was really twenty seconds, uh, two minutes. It was not the two minute, but that's what they call it. Uh, in those two situations on the road, and you know they weren't moving the football great. He he was having a good day, but points were at a premium in that game in modern college football terms. And delivered as comfortable of four-minute and two-minute offenses as you'll see. I mean, just surgical, comfortable, under pressure, doesn't matter, tight windows, doesn't matter. There's your next step in the Will Rogers progression. Close game, and he delivered. Now, kickers didn't deliver for him, but he delivered late in that game and played really well again. Put his team in position to score uh, at least... You know, 37 and possibly 41 points. They were in the red zone with first and goal and couldn't get it in. I'm done with the Will Rogers slander. There will be no more of it. He's good. He's a good quarterback. He's going to be the quarterback for Mississippi State going forward. What that means for Sawyer Robertson. Hey, that's talking to the man in the mirror. (laughs) Right? Right? (laughs) Okay. I mean, what Sawyer Robertson does, we'll deal with that when that when that happens. 
Will Rogers is the guy. He's going to throw. I mean, he's on pace to throw for about forty five hundred yards, about thirty some odd touchdowns this year with you know maybe single digit interceptions. Pretty good. You can't ask for a whole lot more. If you go back to the media poll that I did prior to the season starting, half the MSU beat didn't think he would break Dak Prescott's single season record of thirty seven ninety three. He's going to probably break that this week with two games to go. So the guy has been really good. He the offense continues to improve. They got to get better in the red zone. They got to figure out the special teams, but they're right there. They're right there. This team, they're so close. They're just they just keep making mistakes that they can't get over. So you've gone down the road of good bad team and bad good team and you've got things that go into that equation. What is Mississippi State? They they're they're a good bad team. That's just what they are. They 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 make too many mistakes that they can't overcome. Let's just go ahead and get the penalty thing out of the way. Let's talk about it right now, and then we'll talk about the rest of the game. Uh, I'm not sure that I agree 100% with how you feel, but I don't know if you completely disagree with what I think on this either. What I would say is this. As a soccer fan, I applaud Traylon Burks. He felt some contact. He hit the deck. That's what you got to do. Put the referee to a decision. I don't. I don't think that it's holding... I don't. I don't think that it is. I think he felt contact, and 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 he went down, and and he forced the referee to make a decision. The officiating was poor in this game. Now that's not me saying anything new. It's it's poor in the in every game. Every game there are bad calls. Kentucky, gosh knows they have a uh, a, a a legitimate beef this weekend. Everybody seems to have one in every game. You know, Traylon mm-hmm. Burks, in my opinion, shouldn't have even been in the game at that point. He threw a punch earlier in the game. It happened. It's on. It's on film. So it just is what it is. You know, you got you, you can't you can't put yourself in that position. You got to take the game out of the refs' hands. But at the same time, two things can be true at once. It's true that State made a ton of mistakes that cost them the game. But it's also true that the officiating was poor and should have given State a better opportunity to win. I'll put it that way. On the Traylon Burks punch. Mm-hmm. That's not something where they can buzz down from upstairs so, to stop the play and go back to a review. They can only do so, that for targeting, right? So that, that's you bring up an interesting question, and, and one of the guys on the beat, Steve Robertson, made a point. Go back to the 2018 Egg Bowl, and when they, they had the scrum, right, they reviewed that to see who needed to be thrown out of the game. My question is this. If you remember that fight... They had already thrown the flag for unnecessary roughness, and then they just went back and, and sort of pick and chose. Right, right, who, right. Who, there was, since there was no flag, I don't think they can go back and review that. I could be wrong, but I mean, because no no penalty had been called, they can't go back. But they should, right? They should be able to do that. If you can go back on a play where targeting was not called and say we're going to review for targeting, you should surely be able to go back and go, hey, we think a punch may have been thrown. We're going to go back and review that. I do think it would be a slippery slope to give the replay official the oper- more opportunity to buzz down to say, hey, let's slow things down and look at them again. We've got enough of mm-hmm. that. To me, I-, I get what you're saying. I think if the officials believed that there had been a fight where punches had been thrown, then they could go to the monitor to look at that to see if somebody needed to be ejected kind of at their own discretion. I'm going to say, hey, Dad, kind of watching that. Mm-hmm. Because there was like this mass of humanity and it went right. to the sideline, I'm assuming that nobody in a striped shirt saw right. what Right, the camera view did. above 
the camera yeah, view above is what clearly. gives you that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The rest uh, probably but, didn't but, see it. But and I think that's why I don't think it was like some miscarriage of justice that he didn't get thrown out of the game. I think it's just something where they didn't see it. Let's stick with Mississippi State, Arkansas, then we'll talk about Ole Miss Liberty. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center, I'm Patty Steele. Venable Glass with two locations in Richland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Wingate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Taking a final look this morning, traffic still moving smoothly. We are all clear with no accidents or major congestion. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. With storewide savings of 50 to 80%, now is the perfect time to do your Christmas shopping at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. Our lease expires soon, and so will the savings. Save 50 to 80% on stackable rings, diamond studs, color and diamond pendants, even our wedding bands are sale price. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is closing out our entire inventory. Nothing is held back. 50 to 80% off storewide now at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of J.C. Penney. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station.
streaming at supertalk.fm. Great to be with you. There's a lot to unpack from Fayetteville. And we'll focus on Mississippi State, Arkansas for a few minutes here. And then our next segment, we'll spend some time on Ole Miss and Liberty. If you've been listening to the show, and, and this is kind of like an editorial decision that we've made, the way we've kind of approached it throughout the season is we'll talk all about the Mississippi State game for basically an hour, and then we'll do the exact same thing with the Ole Miss game and then kind of talk about the SEC, but a little bit of feedback, and this makes a lot of sense, actually. We appreciate the feedback. You listen at different times. You're in and out of the car or in and out of the office. or you've got. So, so we're going to try and break it up and kind of talk about it in segments. And there is a lot to get to from both of these games, really. So Arkansas leads 10 to nothing after the first quarter, and they've got a 13 nothing lead late in the first half when Will Rogers engineers an 11-play, 74-yard drive in three minutes and eight seconds to score a touchdown on a pass to Jaden Wiley with just seven seconds left in the half. Hey, Dad, I thought that was really, really big. Because one, it got Mississippi State on the board, and two, they got the ball first to start the second half, and so they kind of gave themselves the two-for-one opportunity. Yeah. And I thought Will Rogers looked incredibly in control and never in a hurry on that drive, despite the fact that he had had the turnover in the red zone and there had been some missed opportunities in that first half. Yeah, i got to go back and find the, the exact numbers. But, you know, obviously his first three drives were bad. Uh, State yep. went punt, punt, interception. But from that point on, State never punted again in the game. Uh, they had th- obviously the three missed field goals, which you don't want, but the, and then four touchdowns. And you're right. After the, I think he started something like 0 of, 0 of 5, something like that, but he finished 33 of 46, over 400 yards, four touchdowns. If State had won, he would have easily been the SEC Offensive Player of the Week. His numbers dwarfed uh, Hooker's uh, from, from Tennessee. But because his team lost, you know he doesn't, he doesn't get that. Um, and then, as, as Borky said last segment, when you look at Rodgers in the, the final two drives of the game, the really great drive to get State the touchdown to put them ahead. And I thought the touchdown pass was great where he, he rolls out, he breaks containment. He probably could have run and gotten a nice game, but he looks up and sees Marks by himself in the end zone and puts it in there right on him for a touchdown. And then the, 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 the drive to get into field goal range is something off of a video game. I mean, to, to go 19, 19 seconds to go from your own 25 to Re, I mean, to makeable field goal range. Not, this wasn't a 58-yarder or anything. State was in what you feel pretty good about for field goal range. You just don't ever see that. Uh, he's hitting a bunch of different receivers. You're seeing the, you know, Makai Polk is obviously having, you know, an incredible year for Mississippi State. Uh, but Rara Thomas, that's, this is two weeks, I'm sorry, this is three weeks in a row with a touchdown for him, and he had two catch, two touchdown catches in this game. So State is starting to find – he's starting to blossom at the same time that Jaden Wally did a season ago. I think he's going to continue to be a big part of the offense. Wally yeah. had, had, a, had a touchdown in this game, had a, had a good game. Um, Austin Williams c- continues to play well. Uh, Jameer Calvin had a catch, and obviously the running backs and what they're doing. So he's spreading the ball around. He, he's not taking the sacks like he was early in the season. He's getting that, that, that awareness up. And, and he's got confidence in this offense. This is what this offense is supposed to look like for the most part. It's just got to get more efficient scoring-wise. But from a yardage perspective, I mean, you can't ask for a whole lot more than 400 yards worth of passing. And they found some, some success in the running game two weeks in a row. 
Hey, Dad, that final drive, it began with 21 seconds on the clock. Will Rogers complete to Christian Ford for 17 yards. They sprint to the line of scrimmage. While he is sprinting to the line of scrimmage, Will Rogers is calling a play. And on television at the time, Tom and Jordan were going, well, they spike it here to stop the clock. It was organized enough, and everybody knew what was going on, that they went back, snapped it, did not stop the clock. You go 13-yard completion to Makai Polk, and I think he got out of bounds on that play. Mm -hmm. That's correct. And so in two plays, you've gone from the 25 to the plus side of the field. You're at the 45 of Arkansas. With the clock stopped, Will Rogers completes to Austin Williams for 23 yards, two seconds left, immediate timeout, 40-yard field goal, dead center of the field, Mississippi State elects to change kickers. Brandon Rees had missed his first two field goals in the game. One of them super-duper chip shot. One of them a little bit longer. Had enough leg on the longer one. If I remember correctly, he left it out to the right. Um, And then you go with the um, McCord attempt at the end. Were you surprised at all that Mike Leach went to a different kicker there? Because Rees is the better kicker. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised. I, I thought for sh- I would I would have not have done it. That's just me. I don't know if Ruiz was was injured. You know, he's been battling injuries all year, uh, but he had kicked off earlier in the game, so you have to think he was probably healthy. So I don't know what went into that decision. It's not a decision, you know, and I, I'm agreed with. I would agree with. I don't get paid five million dollars to make that decision. This is just my opinion. But Ruiz is the better kicker. You know, if it's a hail mary on the last play of the game. I don't care how many touchdowns Martin Emerson has given up in that game. He's going to be on the field for that Hail Mary. you got to play the best guy. So I, I was surprised to, to see the change there, yes. And it was clear based on how the kick went. There's no way that was your best option. I've got to see the replay. I still haven't seen the replay. And I guess I'll see it in a second here if you're watching at supertalk.fm. We, we've got the, the highlights up here. Supertalktv.com? I have, I'm sorry, yeah, uh, but I have seen, I have been, I've seen a bunch of people say on social media. Here you can see the, the false start happens right here. Low. There it is. There's the false start that didn't get called. The snap was bad. It's what I've heard. So I need to go back and check that. Also, by my count, I may have missed one, but on those final two drives, Will Rogers threw eight passes. You want to guess how many he completed? Eight. Eight. Eight of them, wasn't it? He was perfect on those final this two drives, drive literally. Right it really is something to watch. This, 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 I guess this is the, the field goal coming up here. I, I, I was so impressed, so impressed with that with that final drive. I mean, you just don't see that. All right, here's the snap. Let me see. No, it was fine. It's no, fine. it's a bad I, kick. I, 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 yeah, I mean, Tucker Day kick. had to kind of reach for it a little bit, but he got but he that got, he got he got the laces and, out. Yeah, uh, honestly, it's a really it's good hold. Yeah, yeah. the hold yeah. was good. So yeah, it just just kind of is what it is there for Mississippi. Hey, State. I think I, mean, I learned that's something the story this weekend, of the season, though, Richard. That's the story of the season is, in every loss, there are mistakes, and there's special teams' mistakes. At Memphis, they missed a field goal. Uh, At LSU, they missed a field goal. They lost by three. They lost by two. Uh, It's just been like this all year. So, I mean, this is sort of, what is it, what what do they say nowadays, the kids? It's it's not a bug, it's a feature. That's kind of what it is with special teams with Mississippi State. That was new for me. Yeah, well. Got to keep up with the times, you. man. Get on TikTok and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah somebody on Texan said bad snap and hold. No, that, that's not what I see. I see a the pretty snap, decent hold it was, there. It was neither a bad snap nor a bad hold. I mean, the the snap was maybe a little bit off to the side, like away from Tucker Day, the holder. 
But Tucker Day kind of reached across, pulled it back in, got it down, laces out. It was just a kick that didn't go in. I mean, and didn't go in by a mile. I mean, it wasn't. It was like a sidewinder that, you know, if, if if you've ever played golf and you've gotten really, really quick on a snap hook, that's what it was. It was like a it was like a snap heel hook, where not only did you not make good contact, but you came across the top of it and snapped it, like all rolled into one, really bad. And now Mike Leach says there's an open tryout for kicker. There's some people that didn't like that, kind of thought he threw his guys under the bus a little bit. Is that a little off-putting? You know, and and I'm a guy that's sort of like, I don't have a problem being critical of players. I really don't. If you want to go on a message board and say this guy sucked it up today, I've never been a guy to to get on to you about that. You know, I say that if you're you're going to play SEC football, you got to put on your big boy pants and, and take criticism. But to hear it that bluntly from the head coach is something new for me, you know. And I just I, I, maybe it's just me. I, I didn't like it. I didn't. And like it's not it. like he said, you know, we're going to keep looking, and if you know, right. if there's somebody, there's a way to a, say a that. Better option, we'll do this. There's a way to, to say, say that. We're going to have an open tryout for kicker. If you've ever kicked and you're on Mississippi State's right. campus, you come by the football office and we'll schedule a tryout as long as you're legal with the NCAA. Yeah, that, that, like you just said, there's okay. a way to say it without saying it. You say, like, obviously it's very disappointing. We're going to continue to try to find the right option, you know, blah, 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 and make it obvious that you're not you're not happy with it. But just to come out and be like, we need we got to find somebody, and we'll have tryouts, and if you can kick, get out there. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, just for me, I don't know. Apparently Maybe I'm an old softy, pro- I don't know. Apparently we have been mispronouncing Mississippi State's kicker's name. We've been calling Ruiz? him Brandon Ruiz, R-U-I-Z. Apparently it's Rees. That's how Neil Price was pronouncing it on the radio broadcast, and that's also how Tom Hart was pronouncing it on the television broadcast. And I kind of did a double. I was like, wait, that can't be right. But apparently that's correct. There's a guy that plays basketball in New Orleans, and his name is spelt W-I-L-L-Y. It's his first name. How do you say that word? Willie. Willie? It's Billy. No, it's not. It it isn't. (laughs) No, you're not. Tell- it's not right. I, mean, I swear, that's what it is. Yeah. All right. Let's talk a little bit about Ole Miss and Liberty when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com in the Pearl River Resort Studios. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 73. Tonight, clear skies, low around 45. Your Tuesday rolls in with mostly sunny conditions, high near 75. Tuesday evening, we have mostly cloudy skies, low around 49. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 74. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585. 
For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. Since 2020, we've invested over $2 million through grants and donations to support Mississippi communities. From rural nursing scholarships to the state's first prescription food program, this is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Our state is either challenging or will challenge three different vaccine mandates. Governor Tate Reeves explained that they're fighting the OSHA mandate for companies with over 100 employees, the defense contractor regulation, and the requirement that all health care workers get vaccinated. In one of the cases that we filed on Friday, the Fifth Circuit uh, issued an, a stay, uh, and, and we're very clear that the grave concerns that this particular order uh, put into effect from a constitutional standpoint meant that they had to immediately stay it. They did it over the weekend. They did it within 24 hours of Mississippi filing suit. Reeves called it a great first step, but says we still have a long way to go. The State Department of Health is reporting 560 new cases of COVID with five new deaths in the state over the weekend. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. As a farmer, I... I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. (laughs) Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk Mississippi. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. You know I like my girls a little bit older. I just want to use your love tonight. View on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Let's start unpacking Ole Miss and Liberty a little bit from Saturday. Rebels took a 24-0 lead into the first half. Second play of the game, Jerry on Ely with a 70-yard house call to make it 7-0. Caden Costa kicked a field goal late in the first quarter. Ely had another touchdown run in the second quarter, and then there was a uh, big pass play uh, Matt Corral to Dennis Jackson to make it 24 nothing. So about as good a first half as you could expect. Lane Kiffin said going off the field at halftime, they had a couple of drives stall out. They had what one where they went for it on fourth down and didn't convert and had to punt on one. And yeah, the, the nature of the game made that fourth down call not something that anybody's talking about. You're really going to tell me the book says to go for it there? What was it, midfield? Ish. And it was not like fourth and two. It was fourth and six? Yeah. I mean, are you really telling me the book says to go for it there? Yeah, yeah maybe it does. You know, maybe it does, but. The story of the first half, though, wasn't what the offense did. It was the fact that the defense pitched a shutout and had seven sacks. They got to Malik Willis seven times in the first half. And finished the game with nine sacks. Second half was a different story, though, as Ole Miss did almost nothing offensively. Liberty scored a touchdown on its first drive of the second half to make it 24-7. to Caden Costa kicked a field goal in the third quarter to make it 27-7. to Malik Willis ran for a touchdown with a minute left in the third, and that was all the scoring for the game. 27-14, Ole Miss gets the win. There was only one point where the game felt even remotely uncomfortable, like even a little bit uncomfortable, and that's when Liberty was driving, trying to make it 27-21 with about four or five minutes left in the game, and Malik Willis threw his third interception of the day. I guess the things that stood out outside of the 70-yard rushing touchdown from Jerrion Ely, Lane Kiffin talked about this, the running game was not very good. Offensive line didn't do a great job opening holes. Running backs didn't do a great job hitting holes or making things happen. John Rice Plumley has his best game by far. I mean, it was a significant factor in the passing game. Dennis Jackson stepped up and played really, really well, and not just in a deal where he ran by somebody and was wide open. Like, he made difficult catches. And Matt Corral throws for 324 yards on, like, an ankle and a half. Or two banged up ankles or whatever. And and 
Kiffin said today, you know, he has a setback on his recovery every time he plays because he, you know, aggravates the the ankle injuries. And you could see it as the game went along. He was hobbling more and more. He doesn't have the burst when he's trying to run. I mean, the, the run, the quarterback run, is basically non-existent right now for Ole Miss with Matt Corral, and that was such a huge part of the offense. Yeah, and it was clear they told him to protect himself, too. There were a, a couple of times where, I mean, even a hobbled him would have gotten a first down running and just slid in open space because I'm sure they told him, you do not take hits today. If you slide short of a first down, fine. You don't take a hit today. It was pretty clear to a couple of those. But, yeah, I mean, I noticed also, and I mean, he probably said the same thing to you, but not excusing a poor second half, because they played like crap in the second half of that game, let's be honest. They were significantly better than Liberty. They were more physical. They had better players. They were significantly better than them. They were going into the halftime locker room 24 to nothing, and their coach compared what they were planning on doing in the second half to a preseason game in the NFL, emptying the bench, stuff like that. And so when that's the message from the coach at halftime, are you surprised they come out of the locker room and aren't particularly sharp early in the second half when you're talking about emptying so the bench? is that and what he said to television? It, it was, um, I think he said that to you, right? remember him saying that um but on television it was you know we're looking forward to playing a bunch of guys in the second half yeah i I will say that his message to the team in the locker room was nothing along those lines i mean they, they came in and they're talking you know scoreless game let's go double up what we did in the first half i mean that that was kind of the approach that they had i mean maybe guys are just smart enough to Look at the scoreboard and see what it is, and I mean, kind of coast. Sleepy atmosphere. You're winning twenty four nothing. Yeah, I mean, I don't All right, know. So, 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 what about the tweets post game? Do we have to start with those? Let's wait till winners and losers because I'll, I'll cover it for you. Okay. But I mean, I, like I don't from know. My, I, I, I guess the reason that I kind of went to that Borky is, in terms of the game itself, Ole Miss played pretty well in the first half. They played pretty poorly in the second half. The game was never in question. They're incredibly banged up, but hopeful they're maybe going to get some guys back this week that they really, really need to get back. And Hugh Freeze is now in the rearview mirror. Like he's fired after the you know the summer before the seventeen season or whatever year it was I think that's right yeah it was after the sixteen season before the seventeen season and you go through the couple of years of Matt Luke and basically all of his players are no longer there and now you've played him and he's come back and he's talked about how great it was and you took some shots at him on social media somebody took some shots at him on social media after it was all over and basically we can be done with you freeze now. Yeah, we definitely put that story to bed uh, for sure. I, I just, I, I hate that you're right, and I hate that the tweets are the thing that was the most interesting thing that happened when you had what most people believe are the first and second quarterback taken in this year's draft going against each other, and one of them, I mean, strongly outperformed the other. On if Malik Willis is the second quarterback taken in this year's draft, this is not a very good draft class, and it's. Probably not anyway, especially in terms of depth. But I will defend him a little bit, just a little bit. 
it's hard to play that position when you your guys up front are so overmatched and your receivers don't really get separation. It's tough to play quarterback when you're under duress basically every every snap. However, when he did have time, he was inconsistent and made bad decisions. I mean, that that first inter- was it the first one where he just simply did he telegraphed a pass and did not see a safety over the top and just floated it to him essentially. Was that the first or the second pick? Was that the one kind of going down the east sideline? Yeah, they were on their yeah. way in to score, it felt that like. That ball was severely underthrown. Didn't see anybody. I mean, it was a terrible throw. Awful. And then the, the one that sealed the game was another just awful, awful decision. I mean, he's talented. He's clearly he's very talented. He's a pretty he's, athletic play to go turn like turn himself into receiver mode and go catch that ball at the back of the end zone. Yeah. He, he sort of, you know, in baseball, they draft all the guys all the time on tools. He's mm-hmm. very toolsy. He's got the big arm. He can move. Except the frame, but it doesn't it doesn't come all together. He's a guy that you draft and you know you hope you can develop him over a couple of years in an NFL system. He's he, he's, he's he could be a five tool kind of player, I guess. It's a really you know good what? comparison. That's exactly what he looks like. He yeah. was a little shorter than I thought. He was only only about six two, but he oh, was bigger. He was thick and really really Two-thies? strong in his lower body. Two C's um, on the thick. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, are you back to what the kids are saying? I am. I'm very hip. Uh, I just thought a, a strong and physical runner um, on on short passes. Look, I'm so far from a quarterback evaluator or talent evaluator or whatever. I'm just telling you what I saw. On short passes, I thought the ball exploded out of his hand, like a lot of zip on a 20-yard yeah. right. out route or a hitch. I was not can, really that impressed with his arm in throwing the deep ball. You can see why Gus Malzahn recruited him. He's yes. perfect for Malzahn's offense. Without perfect. a doubt. It's almost like but, if Gus had played him. That yeah, might, might still be at the head coach at Auburn today. And, and in the second half, I watched, by the way, I watched so much college football. Do you want to guess how many steps I took on on, 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 on Saturday? 74. 1,000. Oh, buddy, I took 96. I was in the recliner all day watching college football. So, Do you know so how hard uh, it is to only. Look, well, I mean, I leave my phone. You didn't in the take enough trips to the restroom to cover more than ninety-six steps over the course of it's a day. It's a short. It's a short. It's a short jaunt from to the restroom in my house. Um, but that said, I watched this ent- basically this entire game, and. I mean, honestly, Ole Miss wasn't that impressive either. They didn't have to be, and they did exactly what I said. On Friday, they got out, they put him away early, and then mm-hmm. it, the game was over. It was over at 17 nothing. But the second half, I mean, you had a chance to sort of put him away and never did. And it was more interesting than it, much, than it needed to be in the fourth quarter. It did not need to be as, well, if they could get another score, this could be interesting. That, that was that the whole fourth I quarter. I bet you were cheering your heart out from your recliner, weren't you? I was hoping somebody would win the day. Well, but they didn't. That's not what the tweet said. We'll talk about that in the second tweet said. Hey, winners and losers, about 15 minutes away. That's how we will begin the 4 o'clock hour, as we always do on Mondays. More coming up with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. From 
around the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon. They're at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgate. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. We're looking good so far here this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns causing any major problems for the drive home. Buckle up, drive safe, and have a great evening. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Rogers Dev Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabs fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We are located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Calloway's Christmas Open Houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Calloway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativity, ornaments, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget, Callaway's Christmas Open House is the first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring your family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? The new degree of comfort. Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, invites you to our Veterans Day ceremony. Wednesday, November the 10th at 10.30 a.m. to honor Mississippians who serve and who have served the United States Armed Forces. The program will take place on the Energy Mississippi Plaza located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Join the two Mississippi Museums, Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum as we honor our veterans. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com/business. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. From the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Every minute worth waiting for. Super Talk Mississippi. Shout to the heart and you're too late, darling. You give love a bad name. Jamming with you on a Monday. couple of just notes from around the country. Texas Tech hired a football coach today, an assistant from Baylor. Uh, so Charlie not Mike Alberts. Leach? I can't believe that never materialized. Mike Leach apparently not going to be the next head football coach at Texas Tech University. I for one can't believe it. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, uh, with a shared byline, reported to you on Thursday of last week that Mike Leach would not be the next head football coach at Texas Tech so- University. Sources had us telling us, telling you that. I mean, you would think Credit logic and reason would stop people from writing that name, but logic and reason are apparently absent. That Joey McGuire, is that right? Yeah, Joey McGuire, an assistant on Dave Aranda's staff at Baylor, has been hired to be the next head coach, and he is leaving Baylor immediately to start recruiting and working on putting together staff. This is a new wrinkle. It didn't used to happen this way, but because National Signing Day is now the second week in December, it's moved up. It shouldn't happen this way. It shouldn't. You can continue to be your position coach and get stuff ready at Baylor. Or, excuse me, at at Texas Tech. I mean, you preach. This guy probably sat in living rooms all over Texas and beyond and talked about accountability and being there for your son. And he leaves with games left on the schedule and abandons his players. I mean, practice what you preach. I mean, yeah. this is what coaches are. This is what college football is, kind of. You know, coaches are begging players, don't enter the portal, stay through the end of the season, but they're firing coaches. You know, and obviously, we're going to talk a lot about that. I think in, a little later in the show, they're firing coaches mid-season now, and coaches are leaving for other jobs mid-season now. I mean, it's just this is sort of why I'm a proponent of NIL and things like that because we it's such a double standard from players to coaches, and so. But that being said. Right now, I mean, signing day is a month and ten days from now. Yeah, you gotta have yeah. you gotta you gotta have somebody on staff. On yeah, but let's play devil's advocate on this. So, if you're Dave Aranda, do you say to Joey McGuire, "Man, congratulations! I know this was an opportunity you had to take. Go ahead and clean out your office and turn in your computer, though, because you're now the head coach of a conference foe. I can't have you talking." to the recruits that we're trying to bring to Baylor when you're going to be the head coach somewhere else. If that's how it happened, that's fine. But if he chose to leave on his own... hmm. Yeah. I'm sure that's... I bet you Borky's right on that. I wonder if he'll get the same gentleman's agreement or whatever that Moorhead had with James Franklin not to go after any of the same recruits. I can't imagine that's the case. Because, I mean, you're in Texas. You're not going after the top-tier guys anyway. Baylor and Texas Tech kind of recruit from the same pool. 
Very interesting. I always wonder how that goes, by the way. I know last week I told you about how great Baylor was, but this week, man, Texas Tech, that's where you want to be. Yeah. Uh, Trev Alberts, the athletics director at Nebraska, has announced that Scott Frost will be back next season. They have restructured his contract. Washington is going to be without their head coach, suspended for a game without pay for his little incident on the sideline where people want to say he kind of struck or punched a player, which he didn't, but probably more aggressive than he should be in a game that was close-ish but ugly against Oregon that Oregon won on Saturday night. Should have been suspended for punting on fourth down, down eight, with under two minutes to go in the game. I mean... I mean, That's just as bad. In defense and all, but and then of course you snap it right out of the back of the end zone. I, I, I want to give Nebraska some credit here, though. Agreed. Doesn't this have a little bit of a Kentucky feel to it? That in Michigan. I mean, joke aside about Harbaugh, they're probably going to lose to Ohio State. Michigan didn't fire Harbaugh. A lot of people thought they should. Now they're in the top ten. Maybe sometimes patience will pay off in this profession. Nebraska's playing better, man. I mean, they they have been so close. They should have beaten Michigan. They had Ohio State on the ropes. They just they don't have the quarterback play right now to win games like this. They're playing better. There is a pulse there. Why not see it through? No, for sure. Instead of a quick hook, the second you go below five hundred, it's working for Michigan. It worked at Kentucky. Maybe it'll work for you, too, and save you money in the process. Nebraska's losses this season, and there are a bunch of them. There's seven of them. They're three and seven. Are by eight points to Illinois, single digits. By seven points to Oklahoma, single digits. By three to Michigan State, obviously single digits. By three to Michigan. By seven at Minnesota. By five to Purdue. And by nine to Ohio State. They have seven single-digit losses in a single season. That's tough. That's tough. But I guess that's enough to show progress as well. Sports Talk Mississippi, one hour in the books when we come back. Winners and losers. What did you like from the weekend? What did you not like from the weekend? We will do that next. Fox News, I'm Pam Huso. Lawsuits are piling up following the deadly crowd surge at a music festival in Houston headlined by rapper Travis Scott. Eight people died. While Scott paused multiple times while spotting fans who needed medical attention, he completed his set. He later released a statement saying he didn't realize how out of control things had gotten and that he was, quote, devastated by the tragedy. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. COVID-19 vaccination now required at a number of businesses in L.A. The county of Los Angeles has a vaccine mandate for people who want to go into clubs and wineries and bars, but they only recommend restaurants have a mandate for customers. The city of Los Angeles, however, now does. Effective Monday, if you want to dine indoors in a restaurant in the city of L.A., you have to show proof of vaccination. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal, America's listening to Fox News.
With a single handshake, John Ravenstein buys millions in diamonds, and that's the buying power it takes to be Mississippi's direct diamond importer. You see, we sell so many diamonds, the finest diamond cutters from around the world come to us. He's got the million-dollar handshake. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein. That's why here at Juniker Jewelry, you'll shop from ten times the loose diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. Because finding just the right diamond at the right price, the perfect diamond for her is what Juniker Jewelry is all about. Best of all, we guarantee the lowest price in the state. We even have 12 months interest-free financing for qualified buyers. So when you're ready, we're ready at Mississippi's Direct Diamond Importer. And I want to shake your hand. And make her the happiest girl in the world. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's Direct Diamond Importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Don't forget to set your clocks back an hour before you go to bed Saturday night. Sunday at 2 a.m., we return to standard time, gaining an hour of sleep but losing an hour of daylight in the evening. Mississippi is joining several other states in filing a lawsuit over President Biden's vaccine mandates. Senator Roger Wicker predicts the mandates will make labor shortages worse, and he thinks that extends to the military. Our military... It is is about to discharge um, thousands and thousands of brave servicemen and women um, uh, when we need them. About 77% of the workforce at Ingalls is vaccinated. That means around 2,500 could lose their jobs if they don't receive a vaccine 14 days prior to the December 8th deadline. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Ben. And action! Our favorite restaurant's open again! I'm so pumped to be back on campus. So happy the kids will be back in school. What? <laughs> Stop. Wait, I can't do this. Life is not back to normal. COVID is not over. I got my shot. Are you guys even vaccinated? The only way to beat this thing is for us all to be vaccinated. I mean, the variants are deadly. So please, please, please do it today. A message from the Mississippi State Department of Health. Are you a landlord whose renters can't pay due to COVID? Don't evict. Ramp up. Ramp is the rental assistance from Mississippians program administered by the Mississippi Home Corporation. If you have tenants who need help paying past due and future rent or utilities where they're currently renting from you, Ramp may be just what you both need. So don't evict. Learn more at ms-ramp.com and ramp up now. Saturday night will bring the 100th edition of the Battle for the Little Brown Jug between Hattiesburg and Laurel. How did it get started? Super Talk's Will East has the story. The origin of the famous Little Brown Jug trophy has been lost to history, but it has left an important mark on the lore of Mississippi sports history. Seniors playing in the 1941 game did not know it yet, but soon after the game, they would find themselves in a different battle, World War II. 1970 featured the first integrated jug game, and in 2005, in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, the game would go on despite being played in a stadium without any electricity. But 2020 was probably the closest the game ever came to not being played, but play they did. And now this series currently stands all tied up, 47 wins each with five ties, and Saturday's winner taking the lead in a game that has stood the test of time. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFDINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. Com. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? what? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Ceasefire text line is open to you. We want to hear what you liked and what you didn't like for the weekend. We'll get to your winners and losers coming up in just a bit. Time to unlimit your data with $45 Unlimited, only from prepaid by Ceasefire. Get unlimited on Ceasefire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay, no credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at ceasefire.com. Slash prepaid. We are coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Let's do it. Let's get to winners and losers. Uh, I can explain to you why it's not playing if you're interested in a little inside baseball. I am. All I do is win, win, okay. win, no so, matter what. So the music beds... Can't be longer than a minute, or should not be longer than a minute, FCC stuff, whatever. Well, this one, this rush bed, for some reason, is longer. And it's still technically playing. Now, I have the sound off, but as you can hear, it's still playing. And I cannot play the winners and losers music because this is playing. Oh, so you needed me to talk for a little while longer. I, I need, like, you know, 25 seconds or so, but that's fine. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Whatever, whatever, winners. We got winners. We got losers. losers. Let let me, instead of us singing, take this opportunity to remind you that Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by M-Trade Park. The baseball season is now officially over for the fall. There were 99 teams that were in Oxford for the final fall tournament of the weekend, but... M-Trade Park already is getting ready for the spring, spring baseball, fast pitch, soccer events. All can be found online at mtradepark.com. Sign up now and secure your spot for the spring, which, as we all know, will be here before we know it. It's going to get a little cold. It's going to be dark earlier for a while, but that will change. It will warm back up. The days will get long and bright for longer again, and the time will go back to normal 
and so forth. And be sure that you're ready to go to M Trade Park when that happens. Now, winners and losers. We got winners. We got losers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. All right, so what did you like from the weekend? What did you not like from the weekend? Mike in Oxford, who is a regular texter to the show, he's one of my winners. You remember on Friday during Food Friday presented by our friends at Polk's, he told us about the pot roast smoked sliders oh, yeah. with a special smoked onion horseradish sauce. Sure do. He brought me one of them on Saturday morning in the Grove, and they were as advertised. Spectacular. Yeah. So Mike is a winner on my list to start things out. Thanks, Mike. What you got, boys? How about South Carolina? The Gamecocks, man. I was going to go Shane Beamer. I underestimated him. They're going to a bowl. I'm making the prediction right now. They're going to beat Clemson. They are going to beat Clemson to get to 6-6. and They may win this week or when they have Mizzou. They could win that game. And that would already put them in a bowl. Might be but, playing for a better bowl against Clemson. Might be playing for a better bowl. They are going to beat Clemson. I'm, I'm predicting it today. I don't care if they, they win another game, though. I, I know that Kirby Smart's going to, to win this award, but Shane Beamer should be the SEC Coach of the Year. Incredible job that he's done there. I vastly underestimated this guy. He's got things going in the right direction there for sure. It's impossible not to like him. Yeah, good guy. He just like he feels like the most. He feels like the most normal college football. Like a guy, like when he had the question about the defense that my buddy Ben Portnoy asked him, and he's just like, "They got great players. What do you want me to say? They got like fifty-five stars over there." He's answering questions the way I would. He just feels like a normal dude who happens to be a college football <laughs> coach, which is a rare thing. Forky Friday night or uh, Saturday night. He's going off at halftime, and I can't remember who was interviewing him. I think it was Alyssa Lang, and she asked a couple of questions, and he takes a step away toward the locker room. He turns back. He's like, hey, it's fun to do one of these when I'm ahead going into the locker room. It's been a while. <laughs> and then he, like, jogs off to the radio guy. That yeah. was great. Yeah. And great motivator. And the thing, I mean, his roster's terrible, relatively speaking. It's the third quarterback he's played. Mm-hmm. There's been injuries. He's played a, a assistant coach at quarterback. This dude that beat Florida like a drum uh, last played college football at, what was it, St. Francis, Pennsylvania? Yep. And he beat Florida. Like the Florida. Not Florida, St. Florida of Indiana. No, like Florida. And, and never once did it look like the stage was too big for him. No. Like really, really composed. Pretty incredible. Cool. I've got cool. two. First, okay. uh, first one is uh, it, Matt Corral because what twenty-two NFL scouts there. A lot of focus on Corral versus Willis. There's a lot of NFL teams that are going to be picking or looking at picking a quarterback in this draft. And despite the talent discrepancy, it was pretty clear, even on half an ankle, that one of those two guys is more draft ready than the other. And that guy was Matt Corral, and he showed it on Saturday. You probably should have known that going in, but when Malik Willis looks like the old Miss defense is too fast for him to process, 
you've got issues in the NFL. Ole Miss is playing good defense lately for them. It's looking like the unit you were hoping they were going to be, but let's not kid ourselves. That is not a good defense. There are not NFL players flying all over the field in the secondary. And that's the best defense he's probably seen in his career at Liberty. And maybe no probably about it. And they look too fast for him. One of them is more NFL-ready, and that guy's Matt Corral. My second winner. You may have seen this viral video going around of a Washington student. In the student section, there is an Oregon fan, who also looks like an Oregon student, sitting in front of her. And they're heckling each other, and she says, Your mascot's a flightless bird. And everybody's making fun of this girl. Eh, I mean, it's going viral. Everybody's making fun of her. The students were laughing around her. Well, how do they migrate? Those kind of questions. Everybody's making fun of this girl. She went viral for being an idiot, right? Because, of course, ducks can fly. She was right. The Oregon duck is a Pekin duck, and it does not fly. She was right. Everybody else is the idiot. The Oregon (laughs) duck is a flightless duck because they're too heavy and they can't fly. I know how that goes. So, if you haven't I'm, seen the video... I'm the Pekin Duck of, of this show. Yeah. The Oregon Duck is modeled after Donald Duck, and they have a licensing agreement with Disney. How about that? That's funny. And well, Donald Duck is a Pekin Duck, and Pekin Ducks are flightless ducks. This girl was right, and she's been taking a beating on the internet today. If we're going to go... We're going to be winner, giving winners to students in student sections... I don't know who the kid is at Iowa State who brought the horns down with the stripper and the monkey hanging off the horns, but that guy's a winner too because Didn't they take that was hilarious. Away? They gave it back. This is America, <laughs> dang it! And in this country, you're allowed to make fun. Oh no, he was on a roll. We lost you. Oh, that's a shame. I think he was going to say a four-letter word, Borky. I think it was like the FCC cut. He's back. Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad, we lost you. You You were on a roll. You were fired up, and you went away. Hey, Dad. Joe Biden did that. Anyway, (laughs) I just said that in this country. Well, let's go, Brandon. It's it's, it's our God-given right that if a coach does something stupid, you can make fun of him for it. They did it. God bless America. Hey, how about this for you? I know the Ole Miss defense is not lighting the world on fire, right? I mean, we can go to the total defense numbers, and they're, I, I haven't looked to see where they've gone. But Ole Miss has adjusted something defensively. You remember when we played, uh, when, when who played? When Ole Miss played Arkansas. I was trying to say two yeah, different Homer. things at the same time. I knew that was coming. I was trying to say when we talked about, and whatever, whatever. When Ole Miss played Arkansas, we talked about the fact that they got no pressure on K.J. Jefferson. Yeah. Right? Yes. Consistently. Correct. Since that game, five sacks at Tennessee of Hendon Hooker, Five sacks against LSU. I think it was three against Bo Nix and Auburn last weekend, and then nine sacks. Ole Miss is now tied for ninth in the country with 31 sacks on the season. And Sam Williams set the single-season sack record for Ole Miss. Saying he got to 10 on Saturday. Nine times. Nine times. Good job on Twitter, Borky. I saw that tweet. Made me laugh. Good job. Uh, Speaking of Twitter, though, when we come back. I think we'll get to the loser side of this equation. 
Oh, Ole Miss is tied for first in sacks, by the way. It's 34. Oh, maybe this isn't updated then. Go figure. I'm looking at the NCAA's website, and it's wrong. <laughs> Go figure. They're too busy changing their board of governors to do that. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Richland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. While over in Clinton, got a little congestion building up on Clinton Parkway northbound at Northside Drive. And in Brandon, look for delays at Government and College Street. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent. Buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your auto, home, boat, and more. Also, take advantage of their free checking and mobile deposit capture at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. Upgrade your career today at AgUp Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Our service techs don't just fix tractors. They're passionate about solving problems for our customers. From yard of the month to farm of the year, we keep our customers running so they can harvest their land's potential. Don't just settle for a job. Come to AgUp and start a career. Great benefits, family atmosphere, and values. Visit our 16 hometown locations or agup.com to view and apply for job opportunities to move up close to you. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's clothing. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on, Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Are you ready? Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi.
Tom Petty, not a loser. With the stadium anthem at Florida. It'll be rocking when the Samford Birmingham Bulldogs come to town this weekend. Ew. I mean, attendance issues all over the place, but what does that look like? And when that stadium, I know one guy won't be there. It, it looks super empty. Actual butts in seats over under forty thousand. Over, but not by much. I mean, the stadium holds eighty five, right? I mean, they, they won't be that. That means every other seat has a person in it. I think that that happens. Yeah, I know two guys who won't be there. Yeah. But just Dan Mullen in Florida as a whole, good grief. That's got to top the losers list. I mean, they got beat 40 to 17 by a third string quarterback at South Carolina with a coach in his first year when you were playing in the SEC championship game last year. Yeah. I was Ooh. doing the post game show and in the, in our chat room part of it, people were like, Oh, it's 10 7 South Carolina. And I was like, really? Really? By the time I finished up and got back to the, uh, the recliner, it, it was, I think, I think they had extended the lead to like to 13. Something like that, and I was just like, okay, I'm locked in to see how, how this works out. And I, I told you guys that in our call this morning, with Alabama LSU going on, I might have watched the last three minutes of that, but that's about it. I was completely locked in on Florida, South Carolina, and Tennessee, Kentucky. So Florida had over 30 players with the flu who had to get bust in separately, including their quarterback. Does that change anything for you? No. This is it's also. Carolina I thought team. that was odd, right? I mean, having to a lot of team that had to come back in the final seconds to beat Vanderbilt on the same field. Yeah, I mean, this is not. No, I found that odd though. You're, you're bussing in players separately because they're sick to play in a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes no sense. And then you lose your better option at quarterback on Friday because he's dancing in the hotel and hurts his knee. He's an athletic guy. Did you see the the video of him a couple of weeks ago talking about Anthony Richardson doing the backflip with the kid outside the stadium? Yeah. Maybe he shouldn't do that crap anymore if he's going to hurt his knee. Maybe just, you know, stand around. Take 98 steps in a day. Something like that. I don't know. All right. Hey, Dan. Loser. All right, so you guys, if you've been listening to the show, you know I appreciate savagery on social media. Love to see it. And when Ole Miss dropped their their Twitter bombs on Hugh Freeves, I applauded them. Like, this is great. It's funny. I'm surprised they did it. And I know that the process for that isn't just some guy sitting around thinking up stuff at the last second and going, got it. There's a process to it. There's... This is what we're going to do if we win. Is that acceptable? Somebody should, should up I, the chain of... Go ahead. I, no, 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 I'm just saying, Should it, for, for point of reference, in case anybody hasn't seen or heard, should I describe specifically what they said? Well, basically, yes. the first tweet was, if you have a concern about the game today, send it to lufootball at liberty.edu. Otherwise, do not. They basically made a riff on Freeze's famous tweet from the 2013 signing class. The second tweet was a picture of Freeze from the hospital bed. They changed the graphic to the score of the Ole Miss game, and it said, win the day. Won, won the day. Won the day. Won the day. It's, it's I thought the, they the were thumbs great. up that he was giving to Daniel yeah. Babers. I thought it was funny. It's good stuff. And you're getting a lot of, pu- of publicity. Some of it, you know. Now, look, Dan Wolken would complain if he woke up in the morning and somebody gave him $5 million because he didn't get 10 But... For the most part, who cares? Everybody's like, this is great. It's funny. 
people are reporting on it. An hour later, after the, the beer's out of the can, after everybody screenshotted it and their article's written, they delete them. Now, I've seen that happen before, and I don't agree with it, but whatever. But for Ole Miss, and this is me telling you this, for Ole Miss to apologize to Hugh Freeze, that's like that's like the Indeed chickens. The that's like the chickens apologizing to the wolf. What are you doing? The guy literally would have watched your football program burn to the ground to protect his own ego, and you're going to apologize to him? Let him rot. What are you guys doing up there in Oxford? For God's sake. I can't I couldn't believe they apologized to him. It not just it was the oh. the language used in the apologies. It was it was like it was like they were apologizing to the high school bully. Yeah, it's like, we're so sorry, Mr. Freeze. Like students talking? came out of the student section and like harassed him or something. No, he was getting hugged by a bunch of people on the field in some weird uh, ceremony or whatever. The, I mean, the, the language that was used, especially by Lane Kiffin, I thought was bizarre. First of all, it's a couple of tweets. That's all they are. Yeah, it, you know, I, I hear you that you, if you're Keith Carter and you didn't want those out there, I, I hear you. Like, I, I get it. I understand Kiffin, if you didn't want Kiffin that. He took shots at Martin Emerson last year. He took shots at a player on Twitter. I mean, what did Kiffin? Can't say something about freeze? Oh my lord! It's 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 tweets. It's painful. It's painful to watch stuff like that. It's Twitter. It's not that serious. And and if and if you were offended by tweets, take a look at your life. It's Twitter. It's a couple of funny tweets, and they didn't take shots at the part of Hugh Freeze that they could have, by the way, and they didn't. Yeah, that could have been a heck of a lot worse. But the language that especially Kiffin used. Oh my God! That's not, I'm so sorry. First of all, you're very, very apologize beta. to Ian McCaw. Never, ever apologize to that man. Ever. He doesn't deserve it, regardless of what you said about him. Ever. But but you're the guy that throws your play sheet into the crowd. A few weeks ago, you punted your play sheet. You punted it. You punted it with your foot on the sideline. You got fined last year twenty five thousand dollars because of your tweets. What are you talking about? What are you doing? You've been worse online than that. I, I just can't believe. Come on, it's weak. They apologized to the, to the guy who set a, a torch to the football program and is lucky it didn't burn completely down. And was willing to ride it out. By the way, Freeze was willing to ride it out all the way and had to be removed from the situation. And they apologize to him. Incredible. It's tweets. My, my thought on the tweets, I'm not sure you should send them in the first place. Because, because, why punch down? Like, if you're going to punch up it. at the bully, okay. But if you're the big bad guy, I mean, you beat Liberty. Fr- Freeze deserved beat, a tweak. He but, deserved okay. a little tweak. That's fine. That's Maybe fine. the second one was overkill, but the first one was fine. Either way, I wouldn't punch down. But once you've done it, my my rule is this. My, my rule is this. Toothpaste back in the tube, man. The Come only on. reason you delete a tweet is to correct, correct a grammatical error because Twitter won't put a stupid edit button on there. Once you tweet it, you got to leave it out there. 
And the apology was kind of weird. They and that went was, harder. That was Chris Lowe, right? I mean, Chris Lowe at ESPN went on a little bit of a fishing expedition. Right. Keith Carter, Lane Kiffin, do you have a statement? Their statement. Let's, let's, let's be quick. Chris Lowe, you know, Hugh Freeze's best buddy who was embedded with him for the twenty for those signing classes and just wanted to protect his friend. Let's be honest about what Chris Lowe is in this. No, that's not Chris Lowe. Yes, it Chris is. Lowe's the guy, Chris Lowe's the guy that has embedded with with Kiffin. He was in he, he was he with y'all in twenty sixteen. I know uh, that he was. Yeah. Um but they they went stronger. Are you questioning my Ole Miss obsession? <laughs> Richard, what the hell? They went stronger at a couple of tweets made by whoever's running the social media account, which I assume is somebody in their very early 20s just having fun online and a cool job. They went stronger about that than they did when their coach was pelted with golf balls, mustard, and bottles filled with dip spit. A a game was delayed 20 minutes because their players were getting hit with beer cans, and they went stronger because of a couple of tweets. Against the guy who deserves ridicule. Hugh Freeze deserves ridicule. That is the most important thing to remember in all this. This is a guy who made a joke of himself. If you want to make fun of that guy, go right ahead. It's it's your again, it is your God given right as an American. I do understand though. Why Keith Carter didn't like it. I, I, I certainly get it. All that being said, I understand why he wouldn't want that out there. I, I certainly understand. I get it completely. I get it. But they took it five steps too far on the statements and otherwise afterwards. I mean, my gosh. Your coach got hit with golf balls like three weeks ago. Why didn't you bring this energy? Why didn't you demand an apology from Tennessee? You didn't demand anything from Tennessee. And Ian McCall apologizing to that guy. Yeah, that guy knows all about class. It's an institution that knows all about class. Yeah, come on. Don't apologize to those people. They don't deserve your sympathy for something a 20-year-old did. They just wanted to watch. Sports Talk Mississippi. When we come back, we'll tell you how they really feel. Once we'll get to the winners and losers. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 73. Tonight, clear skies, low around 45. Your Tuesday rolls in with mostly sunny conditions, high near 75. Tuesday evening, we have mostly cloudy skies, low around 49. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 74. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. 
Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman-Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE-certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman-Taylor today for all your transmission needs. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Lawmakers warn that the truck driver shortage will worsen to more than 100,000 by 2028 based on the aging demographics among commercial truck drivers. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith and several colleagues want to lower the age for obtaining a CDL from 21 to 18 to try to combat that issue, which is contributing to disruptions in the supply chain. Efforts to defund police have backfired in some places. When it comes to Fighting crime, Governor Tate Reeves wants to do the opposite. He says he recognizes that Hines County courts are behind on cases and there aren't enough police in the city of Jackson. One of the things that we're going to propose this year, we, as you know, we created uh, the Capitol Police. We have 78 officers today. We're going to ask the legislature for funding to double that particular um, police force in size. And we think if we can go to 150 to 160 officers, uh, that's going to help us. We need investigators. I'm Kelly Bennett. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Cspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Cspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cspire.com slash business. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. 
From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here. With Super Talk Mississippi News, what happens, why does it happen, and how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Texts on the ceasefire text line 601 879 4395 for your winners and losers from the weekend. We'll start with Kelso. Winner James Madison officially announced its plan to move to the Sun Belt on Saturday. Kelso is excited about that. Jeff in Oxford. Winner Rebecca Turner because it's her birthday. Happy birthday, Rebecca. Loser. State of Texas, because UT San Antonio is the second highest ranked team in the state. Do you see uh, somebody starting a new university in Austin? A bunch of academic scholars and stuff like that. It's um, like Barry the Weiss, university if you recognize. Yeah, University of Austin. Barry Weiss is involved, if you recognize that name. Uh, and everybody's joking about how they already have a better football program than Texas. Cliff Kingsbury took a shot at Texas this weekend. He did. What did he say? He said, uh, "Oh gosh, what was it that he, uh, Colt? You know, Colt McCoy had to start the game for the Cardinals this weekend with Kyler Murray out. So he said he was glad that, that he played well, so Texas fans could enjoy something this weekend." <laughs> College football never dies, baby. Ed from New Hope says, "Winner Yellowstone." I believe that was the two-hour season premiere last night. Going to do some catching up on that. Uh, losers, the Sports Talk Mississippi band singing All I Do Is Win. Point taken. Josh and Laurel, loser, OBJ. Yeah, but I thought Baker Mayfield was the loser here. Yeah. Did you see the way the Browns looked on Sunday? Everybody was ripping... Uh, uh, Oh gosh, what's his name on FS1? Emmanuel Sanders? No, Acho. Yeah, Acho. Because he said, "I'll be the only one that says, look at Baker Mayfield's numbers with OBJ and without him. Maybe it's Beckham that's bringing Baker down." And everybody made fun of him, laughed at him. Oh my God, you're an idiot! All this stuff. Well. They lose OBJ and look at how they play afterwards. Beckham's the problem. Uh, it's yeah, pretty. It's it pretty was, obvious it, just it, from watching him. Weren't the Giants kind of better without him when he? Yes. I mean, like when he's engaged and healthy, he's great. And being a good teammate, he's an unbelievable receiver. On that one Sunday out of the year, though, he's he's fantastic. But yeah, the rest of them. Uh, Cody says uh, he won tickets from us on Friday, and he ended up having to work and could not go, and so he gave the tickets to a father and son that had never been to a game before. Awesome, Cody. Very cool. That's really cool. Good job. And they will never forget it. Uh, winner, Ole Miss Twitter. Loser, Ole Miss Twitter for taking down the tweets. <laughs> okay. We covered that Well, one. 
all, can all these things be true at once on the yes. Twitter thing? It, it can be true that those were very funny. They were funny. And they did not take the shots they could have taken. Yes. And thus they were funny. Two, I understand why Keith Carter did not want those out there, and I, I certainly hear the people that, that use the phrase punching down, and honestly, I agree with it. it. You know, you're better than Hugh Freeze now, clearly. So, sure, I, I hear that. And also, some of the reaction that you saw from either blue check marks, uh, Pete Thamel, Dan Wolkin, those people, I mean, are rather ridiculous, right? Can't all that be true at once? That's that's, that's the, the theme of this weekend. More than one thing is allowed to be true at the same time. Because some of the reaction, oh, how dare, I mean, how dare they, it's how Twitter. It's Twitter. That's all it is. Good word. It's a couple of tweets. That's all. I mean, this is a sport where Texas had an assistant coach's girlfriend whose name is Pole Assassin's Monkey bite a kid on Halloween. <laughs> That's college Jason football. Jason says, winner, Woo! Sam Pittman in Arkansas, bowl eligible when most experts picked them dead last in the SEC with three or four wins. They could still finish last in the SEC, SEC West. Cameron, daylight savings time, loser. Well, it's yep. actually daylight savings time that you love. It's the transition back to standard time that you dislike. But I get what also you're saying. True. Also true. Uh, every North Mississippi Walmart losers for not having Little Debbie Christmas tree ice cream cakes. It's an outrage. Wait, li- no, no. He says Little Debbie Christmas tree cake ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's a thing now. Uh, hey, Dad, loser. He's great, but he also predicted our dogs would beat the Hogs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I can't win. I can't win. I'm going to predict Auburn to win 78 to nothing this weekend. You're becoming Richard with the catching the football out of the back of the end zone that would have ended the game, but instead Arkansas had a chance to win with a two-point conversion. Okay. That's you. I wish I had his money. Ole Miss actually won that day. Yeah. Oh. That's true, too. Would say Dan Mullen is a loser, but he's always been a loser. Okay. Oh, well, you know. Keith and JS, winner. This bacon-wrapped yellow rice stuffed pork loin with pepper jelly glaze. Couldn't get it in Friday. No picks yet. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Uh, winner, the Laurel Golden Tornadoes for winning the little brown jug over Hattiesburg 50 to nothing. Hey! If you're going to beat your rival, that's how you beat them. Uh, Bert thinks Hey Dad's chair is a loser. He says it needs WD 40. It needs about two more, 200 more pounds of support. It needs a or, couple of brackets underneath it or something. Or, yeah, quiet. quiet. Shut, shut your mouth. Uh, shut, loser. Shut no, the New Orleans Saints receiving core. I mean, we need to stop calling them receivers because they clearly don't receive the football. They're just people that run routes and drop passes. Uh, loser, Mississippi State kickers. That's from Jay and Mantee. He says, please find out when the tryouts are. I know a guy. Get in touch with Mike Leach. TikTok and, and Twitter is full of people sending their videos into Mike Leach, by the way. Really? Yeah. Kicking videos? 
A lot of kickers are sending it like, Coach, here I am, 50 yards out. I got you. I'm a little different than you guys on that. I mean, you know, was he a little strong? Sure. But at the end of the day, this is the SEC. You missed three field goals in a game in which you lose by three. You kind of deserve to be told, hey, I'm going to go to campus and find somebody that can do your job because you can't do yours. If you make two of the three, or if you just make one, we go to overtime. If you are... 30 33% with your kicks were in overtime and we're playing better right now. I, honestly, I'm 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 fine with the tone. You're an SEC kicker. You got to make one of 3. And if you can't, then I'll go to campus, find a former soccer player and maybe he can make one of 3. MP says, loser portion of the Ole Miss fan base that still clamors to freeze. He left the program in shambles. Michael says, he goes a different route. He says, I've been proud of you guys for a long time. I've been entertained by you. I'm grateful for your output and your human decency. I'm lucky to be able to blab directly to you, and I'd be lucky if you actually consider this for your Hugh Freeze position and commentary. During the five-plus years of investigation into Ole Miss football, there were multiple organizations, groups, schools, and individuals that made grand efforts to harm Freeze and the program. To paint a picture that Hugh Freeze alone devastated the program leaves so many dynamics out. If I didn't admire you as much as I do, I would claim you are like CNN with misinformation, spouting predetermined crazed narratives, etc., being the expected constant drone. With you folks, however, this is no less than disappointing. Okay? I understand where you're coming from. Hey. And you are right. He, he certainly was not the only one involved in all of that. But when you are the person who is making the most money, who is in charge, yep. things that happen tend to, tend to fall on your shoulders. Yeah. What I'm hearing now from you guys is that you uh, that you hate Hugh Freeze and you hate anybody who doesn't hate Hugh Freeze. False. Not even remotely true. I don't think the second part's true. I don't even hate the guy. I, I, don't, I don't hate like the him. guy at all. Just think that I don't that like if, him. I'll, I'll tell you that. Well, but, I mean, guys, how often have people used the hospital bed thumbs up for fun online? Why is it when Ole Miss does it, suddenly it's a problem? It, it's funny. It's funny. If they took shots about his infidelity, which, I mean, maybe worse, then, then yeah, that's probably crossing a line. More than probably. But they poked fun at an eight-year-old tweet that he did. They poked fun at a funny image of him giving a thumbs up while he was having back spasms in a hospital bed while coaching a game. It was a tweet that basically invited... I mean, it was the come-at-me-bro tweet to the NCAA. And they were... And they did. They did come at him. We're eight years later. we got to let Richard get to this this text from Jamie and from Oxford. So let's let's let him talk. Go continue. I please. think Kiffin is playing 3D chess. He worded that statement that way to troll. He knows freeze is a joke. Uh, hold on, I got to find the one from Jamie. Uh, is his name on it or is it just a number? Yeah, it says Jamie from Oxford. Well, I'm there. It is. Uh, spot on, hey dad. Hey dad, even though I'm a big old Miss fan and you hate us, you speak the truth and I like it. Winner, Brian, hey dad. I think this is no better time than now to announce my candidacy to be the game day picker this weekend. Hey dad for game day. Make it happen. Jeff suggested State that had a rival might be fan. a soccer player at Mississippi State, perhaps that she could kick. We've seen that before, haven't we? 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon, 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443. Minor slowdowns, uh, 20 westbound at the stack to Gallatin, also on Lakeland southbound at River Oaks. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent for the drive home. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. In just the last few years, there have been more than 200 cases of human trafficking reported right here in central Mississippi. I met a guy on Instagram. I got hooked on drugs. He would crush it up. And he would put it in orange juice and tequila and give it to me. My dad, when he needed to pay the bills, he would send me to a friend of his. And then things would go on and our light bill would be paid or there'd be groceries. It's one of the fastest growing crimes in the state and you can help. You're invited to a super fun event to raise money for local organizations that rescue people from the grip of human trafficking or domestic abuse. The 41st Annual Squat and Gobble Dance Contest and Turkey Calling Contest is coming up Thursday, November 11th at the new Mississippi Trademark. Featuring live music from Dr. Zar's Amazing Funk Monster, a live and silent auction, great food and drinks, and more. Get tickets to at friendsforacause.com. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. The University of Mississippi School of Business is hosting its 20th annual Banking and Finance Symposium on November 12th at the Oxford Convention Center. Keynote speakers are Scott Anderson of Stiefel, KBW, Rebecca Romero-Rainey of ICBA, and Jill Castilla of Citizens Bank. A first-ever Women in Banking Breakfast will be held at 8 a.m. The symposium is open to all banking and finance professionals and banking students. Panels will discuss fintech and mergers and acquisitions. To register, go online at our alumni page or email Dr. Ken Syrie to get info. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Circle back to Mississippi State, Arkansas, and Ole Miss Liberty. Let's talk for a minute about the other stuff in the SEC. Oh, the other news that came out, and everybody there were like immediately 700 message board threads about the exact same thing, and 100 tweets about the exact same thing, or maybe vice versa. Ole Miss hosting College Game Day Saturday. So, so he called me and told me that I was driving Saturday night, and he's like, "Hey, Game Day is coming to Oxford." I was like, "For what?" He's like. I was like, really, your follow-up? What? I mean, I just like that was not for anywhere what? On what my else radar. do they do? He's like college game day. They're in Oxford Saturday. I was like, oh, well, that's cool. It is cool. And I was like, what's the rest of the schedule? And you look, and it's like they're. I mean, it's the best game. It's a top, it's a top 15, fifteen matchup. matchup. And yeah. what do you want? There's a lot of compelling games this weekend too. Also, so it's a pretty decent weekend of football. But I've heard over the last few weeks, and I've even got friends that speak negatively about college game day and what it is now. Uh, the product is still good. I watch it every Saturday. But the more important thing is it's still the leading pregame show. You will still have two and a half yeah, million it's or a so people. Billboard. Advertisement for yeah. your school. And two and a half or so million people will watch the game. There are, most weekends, there's only a, a, what, two, three, sometimes four games that actually draw a bigger audience than college game day. It's still the premier pregame show. Do you have others? Sure. Like Barstool's trying to get in there. Fox has got a good one. The SEC Network competes against ESPN to some degree with a pregame show. But college game day is still it. Even with an aging Corso and no longer Chris Fowler and you know crying Kirk, it's still a good product that people still consume. Yeah. And now all anybody wants to know is who's going to be the guest picker. Thank me. Which apparently Lane Kiffin lobbied for Katy Perry again. I think. I mean, Iowa State had to suffer through a rival fan. Let's do it again. Let's run that back. It worked out. Yeah. I think the but easy no. answer is Morgan Freeman. Morgan or Eli? If the, if he's not doing anything. Makes sense for Eli, right? Just because they they can tie it into the Monday Night Football thing. They, they love a good tie-in. They love to keep the branding, you know. But, uh, we had somebody on the text line say, if they get Morgan Freeman, that's a loser. I'm thinking, what do you... What? I mean, he's a nationally renowned actor who happens to live an hour away and doesn't miss a home basketball game. Like, he's got ties to your school. He lives up the road. And people affectionately call him God because of a role he played. Like a Twinkie. I think think you missed missed that one, Borky. He's saying the potential loser is college game day if Morgan Freeman isn't the pick. Oh, I'm an idiot. I can't read. You you misread him there. Yeah, that that one makes complete... in Adam and Baldwin, sense. yeah, he's he's right on that. Yeah. yeah, my bad, Adam. Yeah, that that one's the most logical. Yeah. Although Morgan Freeman does still work, and so it's possible that he is elsewhere. Possible. 
Yeah. Might not even be in country. If you're, let me ask you because more Richard, obviously, but Katy Perry, while it was a wild social media success and everything, this time around, would you like to have somebody who actually has a connection to Ole Miss? Or are you just cool getting a big celebrity who who makes a splash? I care not. You don't care. Okay. I mean, I, I like. It's fun to talk about, though. Yeah, I mean, great, great it, it's fun, and, and I think that was like that couldn't have gone any better. I mean, it's arguable. Mm-hmm. Like, Helps when you the, win the game, you know. Yeah, but I mean, of the five hundred editions of Game Day that they've done over the course of thirty-five years, or three hundred and fifty of them. I don't know that there's a more memorable guest picker that they've ever had than her on that day, slinging yeah. corn dogs around with her pink and black sweater and whatever else. I think she just um, had a kid, didn't she? With uh, so. with Legolas. Who? Orlando Bloom. His really? most They're iconic together? role is uh, Legolas from Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Is that Good his most the, iconic role or is it being in Pirates? Oh, yeah, no, it's Lord of the Rings. Okay. Go either way. Richard. Katy Perry's manager is from the Delta and has a house in Oxford. Uh, yeah, that, isn't, that the, isn't that the connection that got her on the show in the so. first place? Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Anyway. Chef says, get the balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, she did. Bring do the it. monkey. The monkey just holds up a little not graphic named Katie with Katie Perry or Morgan Freeman that would make people excited about, you know, guest picker? Yeah, some country star or whatever. There you go. Luke you Combs or something. Buffett? Hey, Buffett's not a bad idea. Hey, he's a southern guy, though. Yeah. We had 25,000 people in the in downtown Starkville watching Hardy Friday night. So, But he's a bulldog. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do it either. Isn't there a like? I don't even know that I would say like. I can't even go. Isn't there a rap group from North Mississippi, Tupelo? Yeah, uh, somewhere that's related to the Feed Moncrief song. No, not those guys. No, no, <laughs> not not those guys. What is it, Ray? What? Strummerd? Yeah, eardrums. Like eardrummers back spelled backwards. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at Peroni Street Pros. Online at PeroniStreetPros.com. News. I'm Pam Puso. It was pure and utter chaos. That's how an attorney describes the deadly Astro World Music Festival. Multiple lawsuits have been filed after eight people were killed. Houston police and fire department investigators say they're looking at video of Friday night's concert taken by the promoter Live Nation, as well as dozens of clips from people who were at the show. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. Today's the deadline for federal workers to receive a second dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. We believe that in order to get this pandemic behind us, we get we need to get more people vaccinated. And this is a way uh, to do that. Deputy White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre, a mandate for private companies with 100 or more employees is being challenged by at least 27 states. America's listening to Fox News.
This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of refined dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the Rev by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Billions are flowing to Mississippi through the American Rescue Plan. Governor Tate Reeves says he and Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman agree the money should be spent on projects that address some of our long-term systemic challenges. Infrastructure, roads, bridges, water, sewer, projects that have a 50-year lifespan that can position us well so as to ensure that we can win in the game of new jobs, bringing better and higher paying jobs to our state. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is sharing her admiration for women in the military, but she says she sees no compelling reason for women to register for the draft. Senator Roger Wicker agrees both have signed an amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act that would remove a provision requiring women between the ages of 18 and 25 to register for selective service. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. From tablets to drones, even tractors with their own computers. As a farm family of Mississippi, we use the latest technology to get the most out of our land. Growing acres of rice, soybeans, and corn. These digital tools help us map out where to plant and harvest. They manage our farmland from a bird's eye view and even tell us the right amount of water to use. It's a smarter way to farm, providing for our family and yours, the farm families of Mississippi. Police in Olive Branch are investigating a shooting and motor vehicle theft at the Walmart on Kraft Goodman Frontage Road Sunday. The victims were approached by three black males who demanded the keys to their vehicles. During the altercation, one of the victims was hit by gunfire and the suspect fled in their vehicles. Last Tuesday's elections are proof that Americans are rejecting Biden administration policies on energy, the economy, vaccine mandates, and more, according to Senator Roger Wicker. Day one, the president canceled the Keystone XL pipeline, killing thousands of jobs. And almost in the same breath, he told the Russians to go ahead with their pipeline. I mean, can can Americans even grasp that? I think they sent a message Tuesday about that sort of thing. He's urging the administration to pause and take another look at the missteps he says are hurting the economy. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
when it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. More Sports Talk Mississippi now. Now. you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Thanks for being with us. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. The show is streaming online at supertalk.fm. Video streaming at supertalktv.com. Of course, you can listen on the app on demand uh, anywhere you want to, whenever you want to, and you can always download it as a podcast as well. We're glad to be with you. Know as always that the ceasefire text line is open. That's the best way for you to communicate with us. 601 879 Nine five. Meet the authority team from Ceasefire Business. Gain the IT expertise you need to tackle your toughest challenges and find new opportunities. Learn more at ceasefirebusiness.com. It's just after five o'clock, and that means that it is time for the college football fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road. The 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They are built for America. Test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. So... Let's revisit the weekend that was. Let's do a quick bounce around the SEC, then we'll circle back to Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Bulldogs losing in Fayetteville, Ole Miss getting the win at home against Liberty. Georgia 43-6 over Missouri. How about the field goal at the end for a little backdoor cover for Mizzou? One of the saddest field goals you've ever seen. I've had a lot of betters that weren't sad. I had a lot of people who yeah. took plus 37 and a half were like, thank you, sir. Okay, so I'm not saying that Georgia's going to Knoxville and losing. I'm not saying that at all. Oh? Oh. But. Hot take incoming. 21 seems enticing. Hmm? 
Because I do believe Georgia is the best team in America. I think that's pretty clear. I do wonder, though, if they are going to be able to score consistently enough to win a national championship. Because when you look at the teams they've played, this is the most difficult game on their schedule. It's a 5-4 and four Tennessee team on the road. Their most difficult game they've played so far this year. I think Tennessee right now would beat Auburn. But splitting hairs, either way. When they play... Do, do you think Tennessee's gotten better since their game against Ole Miss? Yes. Yes. But the thing is, they weren't playing that bad going into the Ole Miss game. I mean, they're, they're, they, they can score. They that bad against Ole Miss. They just, yeah. Ole Miss played better that night. So, I mean, looking way, back, in, and, in and hindsight, that, that, that performance from the Ole Miss defense in Knoxville, it, we need to look at that one differently with the way Tennessee can score. I mean, I would be on a, a four-game winning streak with my picks, by the way, if we had, speaking of betting, if we had done picks on Friday's show. So Tennessee, over their last five games, scored 62 against Missouri in a win, 45 against South Carolina, 26 against Ole Miss in a loss at home, 24 in a loss at Alabama, and 45 in a win against Kentucky. And they moved the football in Tuscaloosa. Like They, they looked good and competent in that Alabama game. And I'm telling you, man, I'm, I, they, I don't think Tennessee's going to beat Georgia. But I wouldn't be surprised if you look up at the end of the third quarter and it's ten point game. Wouldn't surprise me at all. I wonder if Georgia's going to be able to score with that of like in Ohio State when the playoff comes. Do I think they're better than Ohio State? Yes, but Ohio State can score, and Georgia not as well. Well, I agree with that. Georgia has not allowed more than fourteen points in a single game this year. They hold Missouri to six again. They're giving up like seven points a game. Um, I think Tennessee will will score, but when you look at Georgia, they're kind of scoring as needed, right? And a lot of special team like points that, too in there, defensive points. Yeah. But I guess the point I'm getting to is Tennessee's defense is not very good. I mean, no. Georgia scored 43, they scored 34 against Florida, scored 30 against Kentucky, 34 against Auburn, 37 against Arkansas, 62 against Vanderbilt, 40 against South Carolina. I mean, they're not scoring 50 a game, but they're winning by 30 a game. Because it's the best collection of talent in America. Again, I'm not saying that, that mm-hmm. Tennessee's going to beat Georgia, but I do think it's a little bit enticing. The problem for Tennessee is they give up sacks and pressures at an inordinately high rate. Yeah, Tennessee's offensive line does not protect Hendon Hooker all that well, and that has led to problems for them offensively at times. And this is, I mean, as everybody with a brain knows, by far the best defensive front they will see this year. This is also, by the way, Tennessee's first home game since the throwing things onto the field incident. They had Ole Miss, and then they had Alabama, and then they had an open date, and then they had at Kentucky. I mean, Alabama was on the road. So it's been almost a month since they played a home game. You had a 230 CBS game. Kirby looks like he's ready for a round at any time, so fitting. Fair enough. <laughs> Jeez. A&M and Auburn. What would you think? What year was it? 
I feel like it was 1988 watching that college football game. And for the little bit I got to see, obviously, you know, I was slipping back and forth as much as I possibly could. But defense, defense, defense. If Auburn plays like that next Saturday and State plays basically the same way it played this past Saturday, State's walking out of Auburn with a win. Auburn played terrible. I need to look at the splits. Bo Nix at home versus Bo Nix on the road. They are they are noticeably different. Completely different guy. Um uh, Zach Calzada, though, I mean, he's not particularly good. We're going to remember him like Steven Garcia they had one day. One day where he was the best quarterback in college football, and that was one day, and it is not this day anymore. But to, to Boy, sip, you're right. I mean, again, and you're right there, 50%. 15 to 29. Yeah. But uh, 92. But to dislocate your shoulder and come back and play against an SEC defense, that takes some guts. So at least he has that. But, I mean, I'm curious. I assume you can get a shot, right, and, you know, go Friday night lights on it. But um, there's no way. he plays, yes. Yeah. But there's no way. Maybe an orthopedic surgeon could tell me differently. I certainly did not go to medical school. I barely went to school at all. Um, that you can dislocate your shoulder and be fine six days later. You cannot tell me that's the case. Non-throwing shoulder, which is important, but still. You can't tell me you can dislocate your shoulder, have it hanging like that, being in the pain that he was in, pop it back in place, and in six days, you're good to go. There's no way that he's not playing with some... Yeah, my my guess is he was sore yesterday morning. Oh, yeah. And maybe two days later is even more so. Can we talk just for this uh, second about the fact that Alabama rushed the ball for six yards? Now, that's sack-adjusted. But Alabama's net rushing total against LSU was six. Six! That's some Mike Leach 2020 stuff there. That's five fingers and then one more for good measure. Six. Did you see Orgeron celebrating off as he was walking off the field? Why not? <laughs> There is no better interim head coach in America than Ed Orgeron. They should just rehire him, but not give him the job full-time. Undefeated. He loses a game, and he's walking off the field smiling, holding up L's to the Alabama fans like he's just having a blast. Ed Orgeron becomes a 1099 contract employee. He is not a W-2 employee. Exactly. We're paying him quarterly. He's playing by the game. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't that game show that this is not no, your typical Alabama team, though? They're not going to make the playoff. Something's going to happen. They're going to they're going to slip. Some Auburn might get them. I don't I don't know. But on the plains, so some something's going to happen here. Yeah, but hold on now. You can't say out of one side of your mouth if Auburn plays the way they did Saturday, Mississippi State is winning. Well, if Auburn plays the way they played against Arkansas or LSU, then they can win. Sure, okay. The West. The West has a touch of parity. Alabama is still better, but they did lose to A&M. But everybody else could beat everybody else. Yeah. And Alabama is beatable. Funny enough, though, I still think they're the second-best team in college football. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Young, I-, I know the Heisman is still very much up in the air and all that, but if we give it to that guy, we're just conceding that it's an Alabama award and nothing else. By the way, Ed Ogeron announced today that he was opening up a quarterback competition. 
Max Johnson and Nussmeyer will compete for the starting job this week. Tennessee, Kentucky was all kinds of fun. I mean, there wasn't much defense at all played in that one. And of course, South Carolina just curb stomping the Florida Gators at Williams Bryce Stadium on Saturday night. 40 to 17. Let's go back to Fayetteville when we come back. Mississippi State and Arkansas. You had no rooting interest. That was a really entertaining football game, although most people here had a rooting interest. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443. Northbound 55 traffic slowing down through the waterworks. Southbound on 55 also slowing from the waterworks pretty much all the way down to the stack. Eastbound traffic from 55 to 20 east slow and go all the way to the Pearl exit. Westbound traffic starts to speed up uh, once you get past Gallatin. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. On game day, the Bulldogs bring the noise. And with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can bring whatever you want, whenever you need it. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and the Bulldogs, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Happy anniversary, Little River Band. A night of hit after hit with Little River Band. Live at City Hall, live in Brandon, November 18th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Little River Band Live in Concert, November 18th at City Hall Live. Get more info at RealLittleRiverBand.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports Talk Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super Talk Mississippi. 
I just got up out of this chair for the first time since before the show started to grab a cup of water in the break, and I'm now in a bad mood. As I walked out of the studio, I looked to the right, out the glass door, and it's pitch black dark outside. Jeez. It's going to be tough for me to cook on the weekends. i got to get it done by 4 o'clock. Oh, yeah. we got to get you those lights, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm still waiting on that. I'm still waiting on that electrician to call me from Starkville to uh, tell me what it'll cost to get that done. Starville Electricians, call Richard Cross. C Spire text line will be a good way to do it, 601-879-4395. All right, Mississippi State and Arkansas. Not a good start to the game. And what it was, three and out, three and out interception to start the game. So you dig yourself a hole right out of the gate. What's up with that? Well, I mean, that's this that's this whole this this team. The team has done that all year. Down to Memphis, down to LSU. They were trailing Texas A and M. They got they got on the board. Oh, I'm sorry, they, they led that game three nothing, but then it was seven to three. They get off to slow starts. That I don't know what it is about that. State would play games in the first quarter like they would do the fourth quarter. They'd probably be undefeated, or maybe not. They wouldn't beat Alabama, but I mean, they just they just they get out of the the block slow for some reason. I don't know what it is, but it happened. It's kind of the story of the game, too, right? Is when you've got teams that I mean, this middle of the SEC seems largely pretty evenly matched. I mean, the, the whole concept of when State plays well, they win. When they don't play well, they lose. It kind of applies to, I mean, everybody not named Georgia or Missouri or Vanderbilt. I mean, even South Carolina might be up in, in the new category now, although their roster is still depleted. But the difference in this game, I think, is pretty simple, right? Uh, Will Rogers threw an interception. K.J. Jefferson did not. Mississippi State tried to run the football a little bit more and with some success, but they still averaged 2.7 per carry. Mississippi State missed three field goals. Arkansas did not. Arkansas was perfect in the red zone. Mississippi State was not. They did not score points on one of their red zone opportunities, and Mississippi State had 10 penalties. I mean, when you've got teams that are evenly matched like this for the most part, and State outgains Arkansas, not by much, but still outgained them, the difference is... You had three missed field goals. You had a turnover. You weren't perfect in the red zone. You had ten penalties. It's the margin for error is so, so slim when you're in these group of teams that when you execute and play well and don't make mistakes, you beat Kentucky, although they did give up a punt return for touchdown. When you don't execute, when you do make a mistake, when you have bad penalties, when you miss field goals, you lose by three in Fayetteville. It's, It's really that simple. Somebody is making fun of Starkville. It says they have electricity in Starkville. Yeah, that's how we keep the lights on in the room that has the national championship baseball trophy in it. Mm. Mm. Kind of set him up for that one. Yeah, yeah, it's your own fault. You have no one to blame but yourself. I might have forgotten were it not for you. Um. Yeah, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is there, this is a, a random observation from the weekend. You guys watched the Mississippi State Arkansas game. I thought that, that I mean this is going to sound like a like a ridiculous like inside TV 
comment. I thought the audio mix on the game, like being able to hear the crowd and the announcers and whatnot, was the best on any game that I've watched this season. It sounded great. Like you could tell the crowd was into it and they were pretty jacked up. I I don't know. I think the attendance was like 68,000. It wasn't quite full, but a great crowd. And it sounded fantastic. But here's the contrast to that. So ESPN's marquee broadcast, the one where they have the most resources, is the Saturday night game with Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreit. If you didn't know they were in the stadium, given what we've seen in recent years, you almost would have thought that Fowler and Herbstreit were not at the stadium broadcasting the game. I thought the audio mix was terrible. Like, you couldn't hear the, There were 100,000 people or 95,000 people or whatever the number was in Tuscaloosa on Saturday night. And that game got tight late, and you know it was loud in there. I mean, it's rare that Alabama fans get to watch a close game, and so when they are in a close game, that place gets raucous. It sounded like a like a country church in there. I don't know how that happens. Am I crazy, or did you guys... Pick up on that at all. You're not crazy, and that's not the only game it applies to. I feel like they've made an effort to not eliminate crowd noise, but really bring it low. And I mean, I used to love ABC's broadcast because it felt like the announcers were yelling over the crowd. You almost felt like you were there, you know? When in doubt, bring the natural sound mic up higher. Completely agree. Complete. Because to me, that's the single most. Joe Tessitore. I heard Brock Hewitt talk about this. You know, he was with, with Joe Tess for a long time. And Brock said in one of the first production meetings they had, he said, Joe Tessitore said, there are four voices in this broadcast. There's my voice. I'm going to do the play by play. Brock, there's your voice. You're the analyst. You're supposed to add color to the, to the conversation. We've got our field analyst. And the fourth voice is the voice of the crowd. And that may be the most important voice on the broadcast. I'd never heard it explained that way before. I thought that was really, really good. And I didn't get that on Saturday night. I felt like we got that big in terms of the Arkansas-Mississippi State broadcast Saturday afternoon. But that's a little yeah. bit of a, of, of a side deal. Somebody said they're trying to eliminate Let's Go Brandon chants. I, I don't hear those in stadiums. Maybe they're happening. There was one in the Arkansas like game. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But, but you know what, man? Just let Whatever. it go. I mean, come on. It's not like it's foul language. Maybe they are disguising foul language because of a, a auto racing sideline reporter really screwed up identifying what the crowd was chanting. But it's not a bad word. Kids don't know that it's bad. It's an innocent phrase. If that's why you keep the mics down, you're making a mistake. But I don't think that's why they're keeping the mics down. Yeah. Anyway. Um, hey, Dad, we talked earlier about the penalties in the ball game, mm-hmm. And it really – I mean, look, I think you can look at pretty much every game that was played. There was a story today on ESPN about the Big Ten acknowledging to Jim Harbaugh that they missed calls in the Michigan State game, including – a fumble recovered in the end zone that would have resulted in a touchdown for Michigan where they blew the play dead and said there was no fumble and they gave the ball back to Michigan State. 
possibly altering the outcome of that game and other penalties that he wasn't pleased with. Obviously, you had questionable calls in the Mississippi State-Arkansas game. The the no-fall start on the, the first down where Arkansas scored their touchdown at the end, would that one have made a difference? Who knows? You, you didn't get a personal foul call or an ejection of Traylon Burks where he, you know, shoves, throws a punch, whatever, on the sideline in the scrum there. You did get a holding slash pass interference call that gave Arkansas first and goal after not converting on fourth down on an incomplete pass. Questionable cause. Somebody pointed out, I saw a Mississippi State point, fan point out, they were kind of being the, the opposite side of complaints, said, look, Charles Cross had one of the worst holdings you'll ever see in football that went uncalled in the game. They miss. I don't miss think it's much. agenda driven. They just miss stuff all the time. It's it's. I say it every they time. The, it's, they're not inco- they're not biased. They're just incompetent. You miss the face mask in the Kentucky game. Mark Stoops is going crazy, and then they give him an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for complaining and being out on yeah. the field. Yeah. And the then if you spots. complain about it, you, after the game you get fined twenty five, fifty thousand dollars or whatever. But again, the officials can screw up as badly as they want, and we never get to hear from them. And, and Borky, I think you mentioned this consistently in the Ole Miss Liberty game. The, the ability to spot the football where it is downed is like it has gone from. These guys are pretty good at that, too. You know, if we get it within about a yard and a half, that's good enough. Yeah, so you do see my tweets. Yeah, I mean, and it was both sides. It wasn't like an anti-Ole Miss thing either. I mean, just the amount right, of times right. where they were off by not half a yard, a yard and a half to two yards, where at times Dave Neal was like, Ooh, thought he got farther than that. Because he did, Dave. <laughs> he did. I mean, it was it was bizarre how bad the spotting of the football was in that game. And, and again, that's not excuse me, that's not unique to Ole Miss or to Liberty. It, it's happening all over the place. Interesting time that we're in with officiating, and the best officials that the league has had in the last decade have all been pulled off the field and put into like oversight roles. You know, whether you're talking about Matt Austin or Steve Shaw a few years back or some of the other guys who have retired or moved on to other things. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 73. Tonight, clear skies, low around 45. Your Tuesday rolls in with mostly sunny conditions, high near 75. Tuesday evening, we have mostly cloudy skies, low around 49. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 74. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Callaway's Christmas open houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, 
wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses, first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Billions are flowing to Mississippi through the American Rescue Plan. Governor Tate Reeves says he and Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman agree the money should be spent on projects that address some of our long-term systemic challenges. Infrastructure, roads, bridges, water, sewer, projects that have a 50-year lifespan that can position us well so as to ensure that we can win in the game of new jobs, bringing better and higher-paying jobs to our state. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is sharing her admiration for women in the military, but she says she sees no compelling reason for women to register for the draft. Senator Roger Wicker agrees. Both have signed an amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act that would remove a provision requiring women between the ages of 18 and 25 to register for selective service. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Clyde Deschamps, EMS board representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. All of us at the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance recognize the impact that paramedics have in the early stabilization of medical emergencies. There's an urgent need for paramedics statewide, and community colleges throughout Mississippi offer excellent paramedic training programs. If you want to be in a profession that offers the immediate satisfaction of helping people in critical situations, I urge you to consider becoming a paramedic. It's a dynamic, highly valued job, and as a paramedic, you could join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. 
feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. Sports Talk. Sports Talk Mississippi. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Observations from the Mississippi State Arkansas game in, in the positive, and, and these are primarily from the offensive side. And hey, Dad, I'm curious if if you agree, disagree, you know, whatever on, on these. Number one, I tip my cap to Woody Marks and Dylan Johnson. Both of those guys are playing hard. They're running hard when they get the opportunity, and I feel like both of them. It seems like almost every game at some point have to go out because of a turned ankle or a big shot they take or whatever, and yet they both seem to come back in the game. And especially the case with Woody Marks. Tougher than a nickel steak. There you go. 26 rushes. Two games in a row, it's been a significant uptick in terms of rushing attempts. 11 for Marks, 8 for Johnson, and then 7 carries for Will Rogers. That factor sacks in. He was sacked three times, so he had four carries in the game. No significant yardage for Will Rogers. He does a nice job extending plays, though, and, and kind of moving in and out of the pocket, and then usually dumps it off he's, when he gets away from the He's figuring it out. He's figuring yeah. it out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a very hot take on Will Rogers. Very hot take. Okay. And it involves Matt Corral, too. Matt Corral, you know, was the was the odds-on favorite to win the Heisman just a couple weeks, just a few weeks ago. Rodgers plays his next three games the way he's been playing, and then he wins the Egg Bowl. I don't know the Corral would win the Connerly over Rodgers at that point. If Rodgers finishes with 4,500 yards, 35 touchdowns, and nine interceptions, and wins the Egg Bowl, he might take that trophy home. Could be. I don't think that's the hottest of takes, but I think the results of the games matter also. They do. Um, Mike Leach would probably laugh at how I'm going to describe this, but something that I've noticed with Rodgers is his confidence to throw in between linebackers and safety. So when you've got 7-8 dropping back into coverage, last year and earlier this season, there would be guys, especially crossers, because that offense has so many crossers, in the deep part of the field, right beyond the linebackers, right below the safeties in this drop 7-8 or zone. And now he is confident in throwing the football in that window where there are so many times where you think a linebacker is going to pick it off, but it's just above his hand, just in front of a safety. The middle of the field is something he appears to be a lot more confident throwing to now in that window where he would have guys open and he just would not pull the trigger. Now he's doing it, and it's really successful. One of his touchdown passes 
the one to Jaden Wally. Obviously, it's a very short pass, like a three-yard pass, but that's in there. Only catch of the day for Wally. Yeah, just fling, flings it into the window. The touchdown to Ra Ra Thomas in the back of the end zone is the same way. He's 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 trusting those guys are going to find the pockets, and he knows where to put the ball. He's yeah. he's he's figuring this offense out. He's gonna he's going to give Aaron Murray a run for his money as the SEC's all-time leading passer if he continues to play at this weight, right weight, this rate for the rest of his career. I, I disagree. I don't think he's going to give him a run for his money. I think, I think he's going to finish three or four thousand yards past him. Now we're talking about maybe being the all-time leading passer in NCAA history. Look, I feel like that. I'm the first person that said that publicly, and I've been, you know, we we started doing the math yeah. six weeks ago. Yeah. And and if he plays five, I mean, somebody said a second ago, yeah, I'm not sure that he's an NFL quarterback, but you know, he he's really throwing it with a lot of confidence. No, I don't think Will Rogers is an NFL quarterback. I think he's a Mike Leach quarterback. Yeah, there's been plenty of great four and five thousand yard passers to play for Mike Leach. You know, only one of them has made an impact in the NFL, and that's Gardner Minshew. Yeah, the 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 other thing that stands out to me is the receiving core. Makai Polk's good. Yeah, Austin Williams is solid. Mm-hmm. Ra Ra Thomas is emerging. I think I'm giving you credit for this in sort of the way Jaden Wally did a year ago, but he's a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, but while Wally had a good game last week, he didn't have a great game this past weekend. But you know, you know what you have with him. Yeah. Um, Christian and, Ford's you know, making big plays in the passing making game, making big plays now on scholarship. And you got a couple of kids redshirting, and, and, and Antonio Harmon and Teddy Knox, who I think will be, you know, in that rotation next year. So yeah. So despite the loss and the frustration that goes along with the loss, I certainly thought that there was some good um, for Mississippi State. That, yeah, that was a. I thought it was a really entertaining football game, and I got to watch almost all of it. Had it up on my phone while traveling. You know, I mean, I wasn't able to lock into it. Like if I was sitting on the couch doing nothing but watching that game. Right, but I thought it was a really entertaining football game in a good setting. It, it felt very college football conference it, game on Saturday. That was cool. It was a decent college football team losing a tough game on the road, which happens all the time. State's a good team, but you know they, they were on the road. Yeah. They made some mistakes, and that's it. I would say that was two above average college football teams. Yeah, that, that was a. Like you said when we went to break, if you don't care about either one of those teams, you got a great college football game. A lot yeah. of back and forth, big plays, a lot of drama. Neither of them are elite. No. Neither of them are ready to compete for division championships. But they're also both good enough to win just about any time they step on the field if they play a perfect game, regardless mm-hmm. of the opponent. But when neither of them play a perfect game, and neither played a perfect game. I mean, yeah. Arkansas missed a field goal. Arkansas had, I think, 11 penalties in the first half of that game. Something like that. Uh, yeah, they, they, they missed on a bunch of opportunities as well. Obviously, Mississippi State misses three field goals. They have the interception early in the ball game. They had an interception there from Will Rogers. So there were a lot of misses. It was far from a perfect game, but it was an incredibly entertaining that's, game. That's college football, man. Yeah, and, it and is. Nobody plays perfect. Yeah, maybe outside of Georgia, you know, they, they, these these are just college kids, man. They're they're, they're going to make mistakes, and that adds to the drama of the game a lot of times. That's why it's the best sport on earth. Let, let's flip over to Ole Miss for a second, and and I think I know part of the reason for this. 
but I don't entirely understand. There are a lot of Ole Miss fans that are not fully on board, not super excited. Ole Miss is 7-2. and two. They've played nine games and they've won seven of them. I understand they're banged up. Maybe it's because they're not as exciting offensively over the last three or four games as they were. That's so stupid, though. But they're they're winning, and they've got a monster home game on Saturday against the Texas A&M team. And I have no idea what to think about this game. If Ole Miss gets a little healthier, if they get Braylon Sanders closer to 100% and Matt Corral is able to maybe do a little bit in the run game, and perhaps Ontario Drummond comes back, maybe Mingo tries to give it a go, I I don't know, then they've absolutely got the weapons to beat Texas A&M. If those things don't happen and they don't play great defensively, Texas A&M might run it like crazy and control the game on Ole Miss and kind of dominate with their defense. I, I have no idea how this, th- this thing goes. But all this is sitting there at 7-2 and two through nine games, and I feel like fans are very just kind of, meh. If, if, if you go to a, a social media outlet or a message board after the game, it's not being excited about how they win, it's complaining about how they won or what they didn't do in a win. I don't understand that mindset at all. Can, can you guys help me at all on that? I, I don't get it. Uh, it's it's hard to fathom, honestly. Although some of it may, maybe, this is making excuses for a group that doesn't deserve it, but, I mean, their coach, is uh, Kiffin was pissed after that game. I mean, did you see his post-game interview? Is that a swear? He was mad. Like, was not satisfied at all. In the press conference two weeks ago, or last week, two weeks ago, whatever, when he said somebody came up and told him how they're bowl eligible and how great it was to win a bowl game, his, or to go to a bowl game, his response was, I don't care. What's bowl eligible? Who cares? That's not what I'm trying to do here. So maybe some of that is coming from the attitude of their coach where just winning isn't enough because if you win like that, it's not going to matter when you play Texas A&M next week. Maybe. But... I still get that feeling, too. I mean, it's one thing for the coaches and the players to have that mentality, but you are a fan, after all. You only get 12 games a year. Your program has been 7-2 how many times in your lifetime? And you cover the yeah. spread. So, I mean, enjoy it. And I mean, look, it should I mean, be fun. It is they're, fun. They're three, for, for Ole Miss, there are three games left in the regular season. Massive challenge against Texas A&M this week. Who knows how it goes? A Vanderbilt team that you will beat. And then an Egg Bowl. And so it feels like eight is a given, and nine is possible, and ten is possible. And, and I, I just... I don't understand. I, I just don't understand why it feels like people are not enjoying. Middle Miss is ranked twelfth in the country. We well, get yeah, Texas says a lot of it's Lane's analytics. I mean, they they are the most successful at getting it on fourth down in America. I think he said anal. I, I, I know what he said. Okay, <laughs> avoiding that so, word on the radio. That's. I thought that's the point he was making. But I mean, well, maybe, when that stuff works, maybe he just and it's can't worked spell, the majority you know? of the time. 
it's worked the overwhelming majority of the time, and people love it when it works. Got to take it both ways. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Look for delays 55 northbound and accident at Woodrow Wilson. That's exit 98A. Has traffic backed all the way down to the Pearl River. Uh, westbound traffic on 20, slow and go from 55 north over to Gallatin. And eastbound getting off of 55 is a little slow towards Highway 49. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts. We have the deal. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? We have the deal. That's right. Ridgeland Mitsubishi has the deals because we are your pre-owned headquarters. We have cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. And boy, do we have trucks. Two-wheel drive, 4x4, diesel, every brand, every size, and in stock. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, Lifted, and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. What does all this mean to you? Since we've got an amazing selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Credit problems? Not at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Okay, now you're just wasting time. Get to your pre-owned HQ, because we have the deal. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See dealer for deals with approved Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, invites you to our Veterans Day ceremony. Wednesday, November the 10th at 10.30 a.m. to honor Mississippians who serve and who have served the United States Armed Forces. The program will take place on the Energy Mississippi Plaza located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Join the two Mississippi museums, Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum as we honor our veterans. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, almost. And, of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. And then the whole it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601-355-3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit, Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. 
Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. All right, question for you. You know when uh, when coaches publicly talk about officiating, they tend to uh, get a, a little letter or a phone call from the SEC that says, we're going to need you to uh, make that check payable to the Southeastern Conference, Richard Arrington Boulevard, Birmingham, Alabama, zip code. And the, the starting point is usually about $25,000. You remember Lane Kiffin, there was a big joke about paying the fine in pennies a year ago when he spoke out about officials after the game. Is Jimbo going to have to dip into his plethora of financial reserves and contribute to the uh, the scholarship fund of the SEC for this? Well, here's what gets me. You can do that and get a delayed game. You can do that and get a delayed game. But you can call a snap count and it ain't a, problem. It ain't a penalty. Ain't that amazing? <laughs> when you're down there on the goal line when they're calling your snap count? I mean, I'm sick and tired of it, man. You're going to call all that garbage and then not do that, and why can't hear it? You couldn't hear the slap or anything else. And then we told him in the first half it was going on. Well, so anybody wants to, uh, trust me, I'm going to call them tomorrow. Second, we're going to have a conversation. I'm sick and tired of it. Second row Olin and then Kirk on the right. That's big right there on the five and then do it twice and have it done and was told in the first half it didn't and have those penalties. That's ridiculous. But you call it for Alabama third and eight when they're driving to win it. All right. Media relations director was desperately trying to keep Jimbo from getting fined. I'm wondering if it's that tag on the very end, but you call it for Alabama when they're driving third and eight to get it. It's true. That will cost him $25,000. It will. Oh, well, he makes $9 million a year. He'll be fine. I understand. I understand. Is, um, is Stoops getting fined today? Probably. Did he go off postgame? I, I do not know, but that happening... It's such a prime example of what has people so fed up. You miss a clear, an inexcusable miss of a face mask. Yeah, completely and totally missed it. Wide open. And then you penalize the coach right before a fourth down play for telling you that you got it wrong, regardless of what expletive he used. Yeah. Way to make yourself a part of the game. Yeah. David Ripley says, My brother calls himself an Ole Miss fan, and he was ready to fire Kiffin after the Alabama game. 
He sends the laughing head-rolling emoji. Oh, some breaking news here. Eli Manning's double bird got a complaint total of three to the FCC. (laughs) Quote, despicable behavior. Maybe as a society we're finally coming around. Next Only week on the three show. people complained to the FCC about double birds on the Manning cast. Yep. Oh, this! If you're if you're watching at SupertalkTV.com, we just got a lot more manly, a little more facial hair with Rhino sliding yeah. into the chair at the uh, at the very I got end. I got trimmed today. I'm I'm not like Rhino. I can't go a whole year. I mean, I appreciate what he does for Palmer Home, but I could I could never do it. He's a bigger man than me. Yeah. I got to have this thing trimmed monthly. Yeah. Chase in Columbus, with regard to the whole Ole Miss fans being frustrated, he says he thinks it's a hangover from thinking they might be having a historic season, and early on you get SEC hope dashed by getting smashed by Alabama, okay. then you lose to Auburn. I, w- I want you to listen to me, Ole Miss fans. I want you to listen to the words coming out of my mouth. If you go 10-2 and two and go to the Sugar Bowl and win that and go 11-2, and two, that is a historic season for Ole Miss. Congratulations, you had one. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Like like Ole Miss is just waking up in the morning and going 10-2 and every year. Who do you think you are? Chase says, I don't know. We can't be happy here. I think it's the excited for what that hangs over our heads, knowing we aren't going to compete, not really anyway. But But they are. I mean, they lost a game to Auburn... With the quarterback that could barely walk at the end and the best three receivers and three of the five starting offensive linemen out of the game. I get a text from a buddy who says, hey, Ole Miss doesn't have the corner on that attitude. Social media has made every team's fans think that they're coaching geniuses and won't be satisfied with less than 13-0. and Maybe Mississippi State's got fans like that as well. It's not as, as prevalent, though. I mean, most, most Mississippi State fans I know... We'll I don't know, hey, Dad, I, I will occasionally peruse a Mississippi State message board post-game win or lose, and and after a loss when you thought there was a win. Oh, they get mad. There's a lot but, of Mike Leach, this is never going to work, we got to make a change. Now, people do finally seem to have come around on Will Rogers. Yeah. This guy, too. Hey, Dad's talking to the man in the mirror. Thanks for being with us on this Monday. We'll do it again tomorrow starting just after 3 o'clock. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Thanks for being with us, and have a good night. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services A Super Talk Mississippi media production.